listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! Different day, same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome in week 10. We're off and running already. We've got Seattle. We've got Tampa. We've got no score <laughs> almost through the entire first quarter. But we've got ball, lovely ball here as we're actually seeing some semblance of a running game from Tampa Bay. It's role reversal. Seattle can't run it yet. Before we go any further, though, a shout out to Jeff Schwartz. Sorry about your ducks, man. Still rocking the Oregon T-shirt. Love that, but... That was it. Was a great game, but it was a tough one for you. We're, we're on to we're on to NFL Sunday, guys. We're on NFL That's Sunday. Right. Oh wow! We're on, we're yeah. on No, I mean, look, Dearly losing, beloved. Games are, losing games are never fun, but losing games to your rival at yeah. home in the way that we lost it is is a lot less fun. Um, so and Washington looked like they were in the whole game. Right? Am I right by saying that? That like looks like they were like yeah, the right yeah no they were in the whole with the game spread, with the spread. Yeah, they threw. Like oh no, they were within, they were within the number the whole game. Um, yeah. They threw an interception. We had a ten pl- uh, twenty play ninety one yard drive uh. ended in a field goal there, but it ended with our quarterback getting hurt and our center, who's our best offensive lineman by far, getting hurt. Um, yeah, it was not not ideal. So, uh, you know, on to the next one. The Pac-12, man, I'll tell you, uh, we are we eat each other, we eat each other up. I mean, it is. I went to bed with Again. you know the game was tied at twenty one in the Rose Bowl. I'm like, yeah, you know, Bruins, I'm not losing this game. Like, come on, and the Bruins lost. So we head into uh, <laughs> the end of the season with uh, one playoff hopeful, and I, and I actually think that UCLA will beat USC, and there'll be no playoff hopeful. So we're gonna oh, have a it's, it's a it's a wild. A wild Pac-12 as usual, but um, yeah, it was it was a bummer, man. It sucked. Didn't like it. Did you think? But, by, what? Go ahead, crack. What were you gonna say? No, I just, I, I just uh, yesterday was a wild day, and and I actually had Washington on my. There's a big. By the way, last week, I mean yesterday was the last well, the last week of this contest. I'm in. It's a ten week contest. It's a thousand dollars a man. I had five entries. And and uh, it was a nice overlay, five hundred thousand guaranteed, only four hundred and ten of us in, which means it's a ninety thousand uh, dollar overlay. I kind of pick a lot of the lines that are a little bit off. That line was one of them. Not, you know, Jeff, I'm not. I didn't care if they lost outright, but uh, they had plus thirteen on that one. I won on that one, but I needed Wake Forest last. By the way, I was in third, sole possession of third. First prize, $250,000. I was in third by myself yesterday, which would have been literally um, 50000 And I, I needed to just – I was in two games out of first, and I went four and four in a day. So that game helped me, but it just so happens if I would have went six and two – now I see the res- I, I would have won a quarter of a million dollars. I, did, wow. I just didn't know. So I mean, it's a lot of money on the line yesterday. Ten week contest. I wound up winning twenty five thousand bucks. So. I needed. It's funny in that same Wake North Carolina game. I took the in game 
over first half because nobody could stop anybody. And I needed an extra point from North Carolina's kicker, and he let me down. He went wide left, not even close. No rush, no nothing, just missed it. And so it didn't cost me half a million dollars, crack. It cost me about like $30, but still, still it's No, and and, and by the way, there's three of us partners in the contest, and believe it or not, (laughs) trust me, I put 21,000 in contrast at all different contests around town. It would have just been nice to – Make a little score here um, <laughs> as Tampa misses a field goal. Wow. That's uh, good. I got, I got Seattle, so let's, uh, oh, wow. let's keep it up here. Yeah, I, I, didn't get, I, I didn't get this line, honestly. Seattle was – I got them at plus what three What line did you get, week. Jeff? Um, what line did you get? I got plus three. Um, that's, see, that's I, a good line. It, I did not understand this geez. number this week because I feel like this is a number based solely on Tom Brady's last drive against the Rams last weekend, right? So if you go back to last Sunday, right – Tampa Bay was able to drive the ball down the field, score a touchdown to beat the Rams. Guys, they have not scored more than 22 points all season. All season, right? And I can attribute the last drive more to the Rams' soft defense than I can Tampa Bay's offense. And to me, like, we're in week 10, right? Am I right on that? Week 10 in the NFL, I believe. We're in week 10 now. Like, if you can't move your offense is like there's no offense to come like you're not like just magically becoming this offense in week 11 i think tampa's just not good at offense and and seattle is improving on defense each week which is a a staple of Pete carroll offensively uh geno smith is playing good football tampa's good defense i don't expect this to be a high scoring game but kind of this idea that like all of a sudden tampa's offense just takes off I don't know, they have zero points right now. Like and they're the they're at the Seattle thirty two. They're driving second quarter. I just didn't expect Tampa Bay to to score a lot. And kind of in a game like that, um, I'll take the points anytime I can get it. Plus, I got three, so I'll be happy with it. Yeah, I hear Please you about it. Tampa's offense. They're not what they thought, what we thought they would be. The one thing about Seattle's offense, which has been pretty good. What are they if the running game is relatively held in check? We'll find right? out today. Yeah, if, if Kenneth Walker can't get off, if he can't have a good game, and there's more on Geno Smith's shoulders, who's been very good, by the way. It, it blows my mind. He has 15 touchdown passes this season. That's the most he's ever had in an NFL season. Yeah. 15. <laughs> like, yeah, there's, there's he's having a, a breakout of, year. Like, There's a little bit about, like, you know, will he turn back into a pumpkin soon, right? Like, Will he become what he has been throughout his career? And I think there is some logic to that, right? Because a lot of times we see – it's very rare year nine to become a quarterback that you haven't been your entire career. I know that we like talking about how fun it is for these outliers. And, and there's, there's some like Alex Smith, for example, is one of them, right? Where like you're bad the first part of your career, get yeah. better coaching, and all of a sudden you become good. Like Alex Smith was good. But that's yeah. that's very rare, right? Um, or Rich Gannon, very Rich Gannon. rare. And, yeah. now Tam- and now look at Tampa Colorado. Leo Jones, so nice. Leo Jones. On a little, uh, this is a little screen. This is a cool little play on third down teams do now. It's like a screen um, against man coverage, but it doesn't look like a screen. So they score a touchdown here. Um, it's just hard to imagine that, like, Gino keeps this up, but also I don't think he's going to be bad again, right? Like, I think somewhere in the middle will be the rest of, of, of his time um, in Seattle. So this is, this is a fun play. Um, this is a play against man coverage, basically. We started running this with Andy Reid in 2013, and no one had really done it yet. It's kind of a cool play against man coverage, and it worked, man. So good, uh, good, good for Tampa. That's supposed to play. They need this. Yeah, bring uh, Julio all the way across, very shallow, all the way across the field. Just a that's never going to be in my uh, word uh, range, Jeff. When I bet the other team, good for Tampa. 
fuck. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, Jesus. I, I mean, I'm screw coming. Tampa. If you've got, I'm, I'm right, looking yeah. for, I'm looking for, I'm looking for people to get hurt. I'm look. If I'm betting, <laughs> I, I don't care. Uh, good for Tampa. Yeah, Jeff, I mean, how much I, money I, I do like, you have over there, Schwartz? I, I, like, I, I, I like. I don't have Oof, that, that much. That pension but, must be unbelievable. But I like. But I. I like watching football, man. Like I can acknowledge that Tampa made a good play, but also, and plus we're on the radio. Like, I can't just always be anti-Tampa there in this game. I think Seattle yeah. will come back and score. We're back. Don't be anti. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I'm not anti-Tampa. I'm anti anyone I'm betting against. I want everyone hurt. I want the cash. How about well, this stat still, will blow you guys' mind? You'll love this. I know, I know, I know, I know. You both will love this. So the, the season win total for each team before the season began. So Tampa was at 11 and a half, and Seattle was at six. Wow. So if Tampa loses, they can clinch their season under. And if Seattle wins, they can clinch their season over. That huh. could happen in the same week today. In week 10, week they wow. clinch the over or under. That's yeah. crazy. With half the season left. Wow. Yeah. But that it just amazing. shows you. It just shows you that it's a surprise. It's the NFL, man. Crazy stuff happens all the time. To me, I thought this was a, like, you got to see it before it happens type game. Um, because I'm thinking if Tampa finds a way to win, if they slow down the running game, their offense actually works, which could happen today. They're five and five, and Seattle six and four, yeah. and that's probably about where they are this season. So, I looked at it more along those lines, but I can certainly see anybody taking Seattle because they've been the better team so far this season. They, they have been, and you know, Tim is going to win that division. Like, there's no, there's no doubt about it. The only, the only drama we have in that division is our bet, Brian, uh, between the Panthers and Saints, who has the most wins at the end of the season. Um, <laughs> because Atlanta is, is certainly coming back down to earth as we expected, right? I mean, just not a very talented football team. Um, that game plan on Thursday night was atrocious. Just very conservative. Mariota played terribly. Desmond uh, Ritter's man. time is coming soon. Like, he's going to have to play soon. The Saints. Um, we'll talk about this game later today. Shock their favorite on the road in Pittsburgh. I don't, I don't know I, why. Why? Just, yeah. Why? Sure. Um, and uh, and the Panthers aren't any good. So Tampa's going to win the division. The question is whether or not it's at nine and eight, or is it eight and nine? Like, are they going to have a winning record as they do it? But they're the best team in the division. The question again becomes: Do they take on? this new persona on offense, do they become, remember when they won the Super Bowl, they kind of struggled through the first 12 weeks of the season. They had a bye and didn't lose after the bye. They became a different team after the bye. That's right. We'll find out if, if, you know, a win like today, if their offense gets going to kind of get some sparked in the right direction. Yeah. They won eight straight that year to win it all. The last four regular season games, four games in the playoffs. They need Ryan Jensen back. That's the thing. If they could get their center back, if they could get a little bit healthier on that offensive line, that's what's really bothering them is they just can't run the ball effectively. Yeah. Well, I I, I don't think that's happening. Um, But B is it's not. So it's not really about not being able to run the ball. To me, it's about how they run the ball. And we're seeing a little bit different today. So, they're a big, like, run the ball on first down team and then run the ball on second down team and then pass and hope Tom Brady saves us on third down. That's not really an efficient way to, to, to conduct business on offense. And we're seeing today a little bit more of passing on third down, excuse me, on first down, a little more running on second down after they have, they have passed the ball. That's more efficient. Like, they, they get into this mode of, of inefficient offensive play calling, in my opinion. And that's what hurts them more than just not being able to, quote, unquote, run the football. 
Well, I think it's that. I certainly agree with that. But then the true test is when you're in the red zone and you have to run it, and yes. they cannot. So it, it's both. It is. It's Some of it is play calling. Some of it is they just abandon the running game sometimes. It's not working well, and they're like, screw it. Let's just chuck it. So some of it is play calling, and other times it's just they can't do it in certain situations when it calls for it. They, they can't Absolutely. do it consistently in the red zone. Yeah, Guys, this, this line opened up at one, went to three. Just like Jeff got the great line. He's, he's definitely good at that because that, that was the pinnacle of the line going to three. It opened up one, went to three. Kind of surprised a lot of people this line because this, this uh, Seattle's been playing good. I mean, look, they got, they're, they're talking coach of the year. I mean, there's some, you know, some talks about, uh, about a few different coaches of the year, but he's in the running. And, and you wouldn't think this line, Tampa was going a different direction, Seattle going a different direction, and you wouldn't think the money would come in on Tampa, though. So this is an interesting line, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens from here out. This may be a, a little bit of a live wager here. I'm on yeah. a delayed TV. I don't know if you guys know what happened here. So last night, I flew, I'm on no sleep. I flew. I got on a 10 o'clock red eye. I flew back to the East Coast. I said I'm going to try to sleep on the plane. But, um, of course, I couldn't sleep on the plane. Um, and, and, and I just drove from Philly to AC. And I'm on fumes, but I'm on coffee and I'm on uh, uh, Advil, so I'm good. But, you sound uh, great. Advil, and you're on, and you're high on life because it's an NFL Sunday. You Woo! Have, like, it's an NFL Sunday. Like, high <laughs> six figures on games today. You sent us that bet slip a couple weeks ago, and that was that was a lot more money than I wager on NFL Sunday. So there's, there's a lot of money. I, I, I try not to here. talk. You know, guys, and, and I send you guys. By the way, just for the folks at home, to or wherever you guys are at, listening, uh, we're on a, a text with a couple of the other guys and. I try. I just. It's easier for me instead of typing out each individual game. I rather send you copies of my tickets and my accounts. And unfortunately, by doing that, it's going to show you the dollar amounts. But I don't. I hate you to. Don't, crack, the, we do not care. We're just giving you. A okay, little, good. A good. Little grief. I, don't I don't want you guys to think. It is your money. You may okay. spend it how you Call like. Me the money! <laughs> it's, it's like I do not care. Yeah. I just. I think for Brian and I that. We love to wager, but at a much lower rate. Okay. Yeah. The the the, the heart palpitations I get when I see that number in your yeah. account. Um, Isn't it fun though <laughs> when I send you guys stuff and tell you to bet it in three minutes? I bet it. I bet oh, it you're before, very yes. You're like you have you six me. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you have I, I a count. Before, you have six minutes. This is before going, the line moves. When, when you and say what, to what we're me, saying is, I'll, I'm going to say to Jeff or, you, and Brian, listen, this is going to move in six minutes. You have six minutes. Get it in now. I, <laughs> I, I give it to you guys first. And I do. And you know, and I go get. And I haven't tracked those. I imagine they win. I don't. I don't know. I haven't yeah, tracked listen, any of those. Do we win? Yeah, of course. Over the yeah. long term, I'm going I'm to be. If I'm getting the best of the number, by the time the pigskins gets kicked in the air, you can guarantee over the long term, I'm going to beat the bookmakers up. It's why I've been thrown out of three thousand of them, and that's a real number. Three thousand bookies have thrown me out lifetime because I'm going to beat the number, which means I'm going to beat the game. You have to actually know how to handle that business and and use it to your advantage. So, but when I say to you guys. And especially earlier in the season, I have to admit it because I know what happens Monday morning. I was nervous that you were going to get thrown out of your sports books. I'm glad you guys didn't. So I'm glad it's still going and and, um, you know, mix your own stuff in there. It'll it'll look better. No, we're good. We're good. By the way, real fast. uh, Are you guys in on an in-game bet on Geno Smith throwing an interception? They're down. They can't run the ball effectively. And he's only got three interceptions on the year. But – I could see him throwing a pick today. You guys? Me you and think? Jeff were against him all year long. <laughs> I don't, we're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were against him all year. Me too. He's I go down with Gino well. and down, down, down against the Giants. What, what's it at right we're, now? We're wrong. What's it at right now, Brian? 
Um, I'm not sure where it's at right now. I would it's, say that you're getting good, plus money for a pick. You could get it. Oh, at, you're going to get plus see, money. Oh yeah, plus one ten oh, yeah. if Gino throws a pick right now. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Not bad. I'd be down for that, yeah. Yeah, I'm down for it too. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. We are off and running. We've got ball going on right now. We've got bets going on right now. We've got a full Week 10 slate to preview. Coming up next with Bill Crack Krakenberger. Our professional handicapper huh? from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up, play it safe or let it all hang out. We'll dive into that. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, it is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new-looking features in the BetMGM app. Fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the Daily Lions Boost, or the Cash Out feature, New users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. Man, how about Tampa moving the they, ball right yeah, down they, the field They changed here. their offense around. They're starting to do different things now. Weird, weird what happens when you call a different game. <laughs> yeah, and weird when you can run the ball more effectively, which we're seeing today, you know. But you're seeing, guys, the Julio Jones touchdown. You're seeing Scotty Miller wide open down the middle of the field. Yeah, and this man, week he held on to it. He tried to drop it again, but he held on to it this time. Those the first down play action pass of running the football, man, it matters. Yep, absolutely it does. No doubt about that. And this will be the test. Red zone, they're around the six-yard line. Can you run it? Leonard Fournette on first down, almost to the goal line right there. So, wow, much different Tampa team thus far. How about this, guys, too? Josh Allen expected to play for the Buffalo Bills. He's got that elbow injury. Now, he had this elbow injury in 2018. He missed four games with a UCL injury. He had a sprained uh, elbow ligament. Yeah. And uh, so he missed four games back in 2018. Reportedly, he's going to suit up and play today. And I'm not a doctor. I know not every elbow injury is the same. It just seems like, man, that that's a little bit risky over here. You better hope that he is healthy and can make it not only through today, but through the rest of the season. I think that's a major gamble today. Yeah, so when I saw this news earlier this week about his elbow injury, so it's a UCL ligament. It's the one that commonly has a Tommy John surgery for baseball players on. I I hit the the Dolphins' AFC East futures because um, I just think this is an injury that it's hard to play through. Um, The throwing motion for football and baseball is different, so that's why uh, quarterbacks often can kind of play through this at times. We've seen very rare. I mean, Big Ben had the surgery. Jake DeLome had the surgery. But not many quarterbacks end up having to get this fixed. But when I hear about nerve issues and inflammation and the UCL, like it worries me about the future for, for Allen this year. And I made the point this week, and I still think it stands, that the goal now if you're Buffalo is just to get in the playoffs. Like it's, I think to me it's no longer can we get the first, you know, the buy. Like it's about managing his elbow. And if his elbow at any point during this game or next week or the week after needs to rest, you need to let it rest because you need to be ready to play 
playoff football. You'll make the playoffs. You'll make the playoffs. If you're the one seed, five seed, whatever it is, you'll make the playoffs. Just get in. Like home field advantage in the playoffs is almost non-existent now anyway. So you don't have to have that buy. Again, I would do everything possible to make sure that Allen is able to play in January. And maybe that is playing him right now. Maybe he is fine. But when I see that crack and the line has gone from seven and a half to three and a half oh, to six is, and a uh, half. Back and um, forth. This it's is... gone back and forth with all this yeah. news. And I'll just tell you guys, I, listen, um, I think a lot of money that you can save by not betting also helps people. I, Buffalo is just not a good bet. They're still easily the favorite to win the Super Bowl. I'm looking at plus 250, plus 290. Come on. There's no way you're going to – there's a strategic way I usually don't reveal until we get to the playoffs, but there's a better way to bet teams to win the Super Bowl, by the way. You can bet so many different things. You can bet the money line, parlay it yourself for all the playoffs. You can bet – the quarterback to win MVP, which is more likely at than, than the odds that for them to win the Super Bowl. I just don't like this bet to win the Super Bowl, just to let you guys know. I, I want to bet the no, actually. The yes-no bets <laughs> that the sportsbooks offer, I'd like to bet the no. And, and if I don't feel that my position is worthy of a bigger bet, maybe I can even hedge off of it. I don't like to hedge things, but... I just think plus 290. I'm looking at the – I looked at three lines, plus 290. I, I, that is the highest – I am not looking to bet Buffalo in that spot. And uh, now to go back into the, to talk about this week's game, I think that you're right here. I, just just take the week off. This is a nerve problem that he's, he's had in his career before. Just give him the – give him yeah. – listen, the quarterback that, that's backing him up, just remind me, Jeff, who it is. He's, he's started a million Case games. Case Keenum. Keenum. Yeah, Case. So Case, Case started a million – I mean, he's, he's a quantify he's, he's a – starter in the NFL that's been a, a, a crafty little veteran. It's not like it's his first year starting a game or two in case he has to. Uh, just give him off. Let it see what happens here. Um, this game opened up, by the way, open nine and 48, went down to three. It actually hit three and 42 and a half and now announced that He's probable. I'm reading the last. I have my live screen says it says he is probable and upgraded to play. Does that mean it's a definite? I, I thought it was yes, hour to playing, hour. He's, he's playing. Okay. Today. Yeah, he is they, playing. They, I know that's said, the reason why the line went back today. up. Now he now here's the, he might come out. So there, the game's at one o'clock, I believe. Right. So it's ten thirty now. He's probably going to yep. start throwing pretty soon on the field. Uh, they're at home, right? So they're at home. Yep. He's there at the facility right now. He's getting treatment. He'll probably start throwing about 11 o'clock, 11.15. Inactives are at 11.30, though. But they did not call up a third quarterback. So um, people just kind of assume that he's in because they would have called up another quarterback if he couldn't play. So I imagine he plays today. And we'll see. I just don't know what to make of the Vikings. Like that, the Vikings are like a spot where I don't really know like kind of what they are. But, um, yeah, Allen's going to play, man. He's going to do it. Now, guys, did you guys – that was one of my earlier texts in the week. 
I only had three minutes when, when I got it, you know, from my guys and said, you know what? I see a little bit of leakage here. It was 48 everywhere. I sent it to you guys to play. It went down to 42 and a half. I, I sent it at 48. We had time to play at 48. Now it's going back up. And, and you know, that, the weather there, the, the, it's always the wind gusts. We talked about that. It's not the snow yeah. on the field. So this is one of those games where I did get the best of the line. But I'm not feeling as happy as I was when the line was down to 42 and a half. So. And and take this for what it's worth. The last seven home games for Buffalo, they've all won by double digits. Oh, wow. They've crushed teams at home. But the the wild card is, does Josh Allen play the whole game? Does he look like Josh Allen? Do they make a quarterback change? There's so many variables. And I'm like you, Jeff. I think a lot of us are in that boat with the Vikings. They're 7-1. But if you said, what sticks out to you most? through any game this season. It's the one loss where they got crushed by Philly. At least that's in my mind. So I wonder in a a marquee matchup like this against Buffalo if Minnesota is up for it uh, and they play well enough. We certainly know that their offense with Justin Jefferson should put a lot of stress on that Buffalo defense, which is still banged up. But will it be enough if Josh Allen is playing the whole game and looks like the MVP version of himself? I. It might not be. But like you said, Jeff, earlier this season, it's a 1 p.m. kickoff time. Like yeah. Kirk Cousins in the standalone games, eh, that great. The 1 p.m. game, so maybe that's the formula for Minnesota today. It's really funny how that works with Cousins, right, where he just plays better, like wake up and just get after it and play. Right? And if, yeah, the, you know, the Vikings are interesting. Like Cousins is throwing for the least amount of air yards per attempt in his career. He's not throwing the ball deep at all this season. They're kind of methodical with the offense. Their offense line's okay. You know, defensively, they rush the passer okay at times. Like, I just don't know, like, nothing they do is really, like, elite, right? And so for them to be 7-1, and one, they've won, I believe, six or seven games under eight points, too. So that, there's some regression coming at some point, and maybe it is this weekend. But they're interesting to watch because they're not flashy. They have some flashy players, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Patrick Peterson, like, found a fountain of youth all of a sudden. Like, there's just a lot of things that have gone well for them so far this season. And they're, they're like, four games up in the division. They're going to be a playoff team and have a home playoff game. Well, we you know, still transition. Like Brian, Go ahead. Say Brian, said, Brian said something good there, you know. Uh, you just don't know how much time he's going to get. I, I, I'm giving a suggestion to stay away from this game, though, because you don't know. You're right, Brian. You don't know how much time Allen's going to get here if he's just going out and playing the first quarter, first half, and maybe just takes a little bit of a bang, and they, they just as a precaution, you're right. Dangerous game to bet. Very iffy, very iffy. Well, we go from sketchy, which would be betting on the Bills, to someone who is not sketchy at all. That is Isaac Lowenkron, who has the latest. I love what is up. Well, I thank you for that very, very kind introduction. What's sketchy right now, the chances of the Seattle Seahawks, because with three minutes left to play in the second quarter at Munich, Germany, they trail the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 14 to nothing. Here's how it happened. First of all, an 88-yard drive by Tampa Bay ended this way. Shotgun look. He takes a low snap. Underneath caught ball at the 25 to the 20. It's Julio Jones to the 10. Five touchdown Tampa Bay. Buccaneers take the 6-0 lead. Julio Jones second touchdown as a Buccaneer. 
The distinctive growl of the venerable Gene Deckerhoff on WXTB. And then Tampa Bay went 86 yards in 13 plays and Leonard Fournette scored on a one-yard touchdown run. Seattle has just punted the ball away to Tampa Bay again. So the Bucks have it at their four-yard line with 2.53 left in the second quarter, leading the Seahawks 14 to nothing. ESPN reports Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen will be active today against the Vikings despite an elbow injury. Later today, the Rams host the Cardinals, but NFL media reports Rams QB Matthew Stafford and Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray both unlikely to play. In college football on Saturday night, Arizona upset 12th-ranked UCLA at the Rose Bowl 34-28. Jeff. Jeff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm not listening. Yeah, okay. Turn your headphones down for 10 seconds. Ready? Go. Number 25, Washington won at sixth-ranked Oregon, 37-34. Peyton Henry, the game-winning field goal with 51 seconds to play. 3-2-1, and we're back. Yeah, I was just updating some um, uh, Ivy League scores, Jeff. Okay, number four, TCU defeated 18th-ranked Texas, 17-10, to to clinch a spot in the Big 12 championship game. But no heartbreaking type of stuff occurred elsewhere, Jeff. Back to you guys. Good stuff. Always appreciate that, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Let's do this. Follow the money. Real good money. All right, we're following the money with Jason Scott, our guy from BetMGM, the VP of trading, joining us here on Countdown to Kickoff. Good morning, Jason. Happy week 10 to you. I'm curious, man. I ask you each week, which team is the public and the Sharps, who are they hot on in terms of the handle, the overall money being bet? Which team is that squad this week? Yeah, it looks like for a start, we're, we're going to be playing from behind today. The the Bucks were really popular with the with the public, and they're up 14 nil. So uh, I think we're going to struggle there. Uh, in terms of the rest of the day, we're thinking probably the 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 one the public and the sharps have agreed on the most is the Browns. Uh, sort of four and a half down to three and a half, and we're seeing we're seeing a lot of money for that. Uh, in terms of the volume of money, volume of bets goes to the Dolphins where the cash was going to the Browns. Uh, Sharps have been all over a couple of those dogs. Uh, the Texans, six and a half down to four and a half, and the same with the Colts. But that that Raiders line probably it looked far too big to me when it opened six and a half. It'd be hard to, it'd be hard to lay the six for the Raiders, wouldn't it? Um, the... Bills and Vikings game has kind of been all over. Did you guys get hit at different at different parts this week because the quarterback news with Allen kind of has varied by yeah. the day? I just sworn on a Bible on Wednesday that Allen wasn't going to play there. Not because of the money that came to the Vikings, but who the money came from. Uh, the money came from people that have a, have a very good record of getting these decisions correct. So I'm, I'm just looking at forget, without even opening up opening a web page or having any information, the money smelt like he wasn't going to play, but clearly, clearly he is. Uh, we're, we're going to want the, right now we want the Bills, and I think it could end up that way. People are usually nervous to dive in too heavily when we've got so much uh, supposition about the health of the best player on the park. Hey, Jace, Bill Krakenberger. I just want to make sure you guys are uh, going to be getting your – I'll talk to any big executives at BetMGM if you'd like to make sure you're getting your big bonuses and stuff because I'm sure this is a great year. I'm just being funny. But uh, these big double-digit favorites, would you ever think, Jace, 
by week 10, we'd have this many double-digit favorites going down outright. Uh, the Jets had to be a big, big, great uh, game for you guys last week. And, uh, and, and the public just keeps on betting him. They don't care, though. They still keep on putting the, you know, the Kansas Cities uh, like today in their money line parlays. And, and, and the big even tonight, maybe even the San Fran tonight, maybe. Um, are you finding that? Are you, first of all, are you surprised at all these big double-digit favorites because of the parity this year in the league? And second of all, do they continue that trend this week, or is the public still betting these, these big favorites? Yeah, the public, the public uh, and I think tomorrow night, Bill will be our biggest liability of the week. Sure. Uh, I'll just keep coming for the history. History says that, you know, they're unbeaten. They've got all the hype right now. The commanders, you know, they, they won three of their last four, but they, they, they're not a team that's uh, sexy or fashionable. I'm amazed by what we've seen, and uh, you're kind of right about the bonuses. It's been a, a really good year for all the sports books. Uh, you know, it's a pretty small community where we all talk, and I haven't heard anyone complaining. It's been unbelievable, really. I talked to a lot of the bookmakers in town, and, and believe it or not, I talked to a couple people uh, abroad over in England. I talked to someone this week. Man, they are just shocked at, at this year. But, like, don't be surprised. Am I right by saying this, Chase? Don't be surprised if, if like, a Washington would even – this is going to sound crazy. Uh, wow, I mean, God forbid. I, I'm over here by the Philly area. These guys will kill me if they even hear me say this. But don't be surprised, am I right, by saying that any, any given Sunday, like I always say, anything can and will happen. It's a broken record. That tomorrow Washington beats Philly outright because everyone knows Philly's not going unbeaten for the season, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. But I think it's as simple as the differentiation in the talent between the teams is nowhere near as vast as what the public think. You know, and if you if you watch some of the ESPN takes and the hyperbole that comes about how good some teams are and how bad others are, it's just not true. Okay, Jason, could you give us a sense just how big of a difference it makes with the money coming in on a game? If there are quarterback questions like the Bills, we didn't know throughout most of the week if Josh Allen was going to play or not. Or if you look at that Arizona Rams game where both Kyler Murray and Matthew Stafford are going to be out, how big of a hit, how big of a difference does that make in terms of the money coming in on games like that? Yeah, look, I've never actually looked at the data to quantify it. But anecdotally, I would think that the Rams are Cardinals, if I look at our hold now, uh, you know, and I look at the then that the games in that second slate, the Colts and Raiders have more on it and you would think under normal circumstances the Cardinals, Rams division rivals, uh Super Bowl winners from last year would would be significantly bigger. Uh I think the Josh Allen thing will probably knock look somewhere between twenty five to thirty five percent of handle off that game. Um we haven't talked on the show about the, the Raiders and Colts. You've mentioned a couple times now. This is so fascinating to me because Monday, Frank Wright gets fired and they install Jeff Saturday as the coach and the line doesn't move at all, right? And now all of a sudden, the last couple of days, we see money coming in on the Colts. I, I don't understand why there's money on the Colts. Can you help me out on this one? Look, <laughs> we well, I think, are they betting for the Colts or are they betting against the Raiders? Uh, look, we spoke about this in the office, and yet again, we, we, we don't get, have any inside information, but could it mean that Matt Ryan's going to play a lot more snaps than he's been playing? I mean, to me, he's he certainly an upgrade. I don't know. It's real supposition, but there has to be a reason. Hey, Jason, uh, my, my last thing for you here. Um, this week, compared to week one or two, 
uh, it's the middle of the season. Ten week, we we're ten weeks in. Do you see the volume really that you've seen? Uh, I guess week one's not fair, but even week two and week three, do you see that kind of volume, or are we at a lull, or is it does it pump back up towards playoff time? Tell the folks what what, uh, what you think here. Yeah, look, we we always see a lull around this part of the season, Bill, and probably this year is bigger than. Previously, we've mentioned the great result bookmakers have had. And look, that scares away a lot of the social occasional players. Or if they do, you know, they get sick of losing. What we tend to see is Thanksgiving is the, Thanksgiving is the turnaround. Uh, and a lot of that is, um, you know, people have time, so they'll, 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 they're not working, so they'll start betting on the Thursday. Actually, this, this year's even bigger because America play uh, England on the Friday in the World Cup soccer. So we're thinking oh, wow. those four okay. will break all records. Uh, for, okay, so for terms of going handle. into that. And then, as you're right, then it pumps up through. We get a bit of a lull in December, and then in January it comes again after the week 18 blip, depending on how many players are sitting down. Okay, cool. Going into that real quick, just my last thing. You're saying Thanksgiving. So on that Thursday, will you see a ton of volume, like 3X, that type of number, 4X per game, compared to the, like a, a Sunday like today? Yeah, it's true. It's, wow. it's like every nice. It's like every game's prime time. Well, hey, Jason, always appreciate your time, man. Enjoy week Thank 10. You. We'll catch you later. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. There he is, Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Hey, every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly. I'm Brian No. Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines, get you all set for a full weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL vet. We've got the Seahawks doing nothing right now. They're punting for a fifth straight time as Tampa's going to go to the half up 14 to nothing. Coming up next – Teamwork, huh? It's where Crack, Jeff, and I, we huddle up and we give out just winners. Three winners and we bundle them together. That's on the way. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Winning! Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by MetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Tampa ahead 14-0 at halftime. We're just a little over two hours away from kickoff of the 1 p.m. Eastern games. Let's dive into this. Check this out. Parlay platter. 
may place a first TD score prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Okay, the parlay platter. We each have one selection for a three-leg parlay. We'll start with you, Crack. What do you like today? Ah, my one and only little side here. I kind of like Pittsburgh, so let's give out Pittsburgh here. Uh, pick them. Pick them everywhere in the world right now. Pittsburgh over the Saints uh, home after uh, a week off. Uh, good spot for them. Okay. That's one of my favorites, too. I got him at plus three this week, so I'll definitely take the plus three. Yeah, you're, you're, you, I was in, that was only there that first day. You, you got that plus three. You, yeah, that I'll take that, because that, that, that line did not make sense to me. I'm wow. going to go with one here. Maybe we'll talk about this game a little bit more. How about give me the, the Raiders minus five, four and a half, like, uh-huh. or four. Oh, guys, the Colts are going on the road <laughs> with a brand new head coach, a brand new play caller, a bad offensive line. Maybe playing quarterback, maybe not Matt Ryan. Who knows? Maybe Sam Ellinger, their best defensive player on injured reserve. I get the Raiders haven't finished games. Like, come on. What are we doing? What are we doing? This is silly to me. And it's four now. It was like six this week. Give me the Raiders minus four. (laughs) I like it. I'm going to look at this Arizona Rams game. The total is 38 and a half. Give me the under, man. We've got, what, Colt McCoy? against John Wolford. Uh, The Rams can't run the ball. Uh, How many points are they going to score? Arizona can't get out of their own way. How many points are they going to score against the Rams defense? I'll take under 38 and a half all day in this one. Don't disagree. I mean, it it ends up being, you know, who plays quarterback in this game. No one's going to score. Yeah, no one knows (laughs) anything there. Yeah, true. First one to 10 might win that thing. All right, coming up next... Man, it is a line that is pretty interesting in a matchup that's even more so. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy Week 10 to you. Hope you're enjoying your morning. We are all ready to go here. We also have ball going on right now in Germany. Tampa Bay leading Seattle 14 to nothing. Seattle just can't do anything, man. You look at the first half stats, the running game. It's a big part of their success. Kenneth Walker has seven carries for eight yards. <laughs> As a team, they have eight rushes for 15 yards. And Geno Smith only with 69 yards passing. It's been tough sledding for them, and Tampa yeah. has found its offense. Leonard Fournette. He's hit his prop bet over in the first half. He's got 48 he's yards it. rushing and a touchdown. Did you have the? Uh, did you take that one, Jeff? I, I did not, um, but I did take. Um, I took under three and a half people in the booth for this game, and I and the, and the over hit on that one. So um, <laughs> there's four. There's four in the booth. Obviously, the game is on mute, so I'm not listening to the game. But um, for a four man booth, like who do they? Who takes turns talking? Do they each get like this one guy get first down, one get second down, one get third down? Like what? How do we? How's this even know. working? You have Rich it's Eisen so funny calling you the game. That out. Then you yeah. have the quarterback and Kurt. Warner, the coach of Mariucci, and the playmaker Michael Irvin. Like who talks like when? But when something happens, like did he, did it point at someone? Like is it you're like Warner has like the past kind of like defensive stuff. Mariucci has like the, the coaching stuff, and Irvin has like the offensive stuff. Like who's in charge of talking? Um, quite interesting how they're doing this. But uh, yeah, Seattle Seattle needs. They're down fourteen nothing here. They get the ball, start the second half. They need a touchdown the worst way. 
my my thought as well as we watch early NFL football is I just love how fast these games are compared to like the rest of college football. Like we spent a whole right. a whole day in college football watching this take forever and twenty five minute half times. The NFL is like boom, boom, boom. Also, is there no one at this game? Look at behind Pete Carroll. It looks like there's no one even at this game. So I thought it was filled. I, I don't know. I thought if they it just was. All I thought it was sold out. What? That's amazing. Yeah. Good, good. I just seen behind Pete Carroll there too. It's amazing. There's no one. Like I thought, this was a giant game for Germany and bringing the United States. You know, bringing the American football over there. I agree. I th- I'm yeah. pretty surprised. See, there you it, go. It, behind it, Sarah Walsh, it, it's packed. It, it, I don't know. Maybe oh, they just yeah, went to okay. go get so some it depends snacks. Depends on where you are. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Um, hey, how about this game, guys? If we switch gears here, yes. Dallas taking on Green Bay. And this line has moved quite a bit. At Bet MGM as we speak, Green Bay now a three-and-a-half-point home underdog. And they the line was bigger a little bit earlier in the week, but some late money coming in on Green Bay. Look, man, we've all watched football for a long time, and we've seen crazy things happen. We've seen it this year where crazy yeah. things have happened. Tampa got crushed by Carolina 21-3. to So I know that Green Bay is capable of winning this game, but – what is the argument for them doing so? When you look at everything that Dallas has, where they have the better defense, they're healthier. You just had uh, a big injury to Rashawn Gary with the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay's offense is a hot yeah. mess. They scored nine points against uh, Detroit last week. Like, What is the argument? Although we know it can happen, what is the best argument for it happening for Green Bay? Um. Uh, hopeful wishing. Uh, I mean, like I think you're at the at the same kind of point with Tampa, where we look. Tampa has 14 points. Like they're playing better in offense in this half than they might have played all season. Um, so I think you're hoping that there's some sort of um, you know offensive positive regression for for, for for the Packers. But I think the big difference between Tampa Bay and, and Green Bay is Tampa Bay wasn't struggling because because Tom Brady wasn't playing well. The Packers are strong because Aaron Rodgers is not playing well. And he's underthrowing a lot of passes. He, him and the wide receivers, there was a play in the game where uh, I think it was Sammy Watkins was on the left side by himself. They're, they're near the goal line. And he runs a slant and Rodgers throws a fade. Well, him and Devontae Adams never had those errors where they ran the wrong route. You know, like, there's just like, it's just not going sort of as they planned. They don't use Aaron Jones enough. He's had, he's had three games this season, guys. With 15 carries or more, no more than 20, he's averaging over seven and a half yards per carry in those games. When they actually use him, like they're just they're dysfunctional on offense, and I'm not sure that it's going to flip the switch against a very strong Cowboys defense. Hey guys, for the first time in his career, Aaron Rodgers is an underdog of more than a field goal at Lambeau. I mean, it's unbelievable even saying that. Uh, Dallas coming off a, a bye week, six and two when Dax is, is healthy. This is pretty much the season for Green Bay, and basically a must-win if they're both thinking about turning the. You know, well, I shouldn't say Dallas having a good season, but if if Green Bay is thinking about turning their season around, and making the playoffs. Jeff, I have a question as yeah. a former player with some insight. Do you think Aaron Rodgers is well liked amongst his teammates, or even liked amongst his teammates? I, I think the from older, a guy in the I locker think, room. I, I think the think? older guys, like like Bakhtiari, who's his boy left tackle, like they get along, yep. and they. But I think younger players probably have a hard time understanding Aaron Rodgers. Is my okay. guess, and, and I'm not sure that that makes yeah. it a good or bad thing. Like I think that the younger players and Rodgers get along just fine. Um, 
But, you know, when you, when you go on, on national radio shows and blame everyone else and, and yes. you're playing poorly, that doesn't play well in the locker room, you know, no matter how good you are. And, and some guys, you know, Tom Brady's been, you know, he's notorious for this, right, where where he is, you know, used the media to fire up his players. And this week he even questioned the effort. But Tom Brady does that, but seems to get the best out of his players when he does that, right? I'm not sure that's the same with Rodgers. I don't feel like Rodgers yeah. – you know his his teammates elevate themselves when he calls them out, and but when he's again, when he's the one who underthrows David Bakhtiari for a touchdown, when he's the one who is scrambling in the pocket and kind of has happy feet and throws the ball randomly to, to places sometimes, when he's the one who has an underthrow, I think it was to Lazard that would have kind of won them the game, and that was three yard short. When he's the one making the errors. That is so when you call it other people, but you're the one doing it. That's that's when people look sideways at you. Um, so that's, um, that's, you know, part of, of why I think they're just kind of struggling right now is they're just having issues with the quarterback position. They're not, they're not using Jones enough. Um, and now you're playing a Cowboys team who's rested, yeah. very good on defense. And you, you guys know this, right? Defense travels, right, man? Like defense, sure. defense travels. And I think they will be traveling, um, in this game to Lambeau and, um, there's certainly an opportunity for them to. To win the game, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did because it's the NFL. But I don't feel great about the Packers winning this game. I don't either. If they don't win, if they don't win, let me just tell you, they're one of the worst teams in football. Three and seven, they correct. go yeah. to. Yeah. They have to win this game. Okay, correct. You mentioned that, that it was it, this is a must win. Okay, and I certainly believe that. But last weekend they had nine points against like the worst defense in the NFL. Jesus, I mean, wasn't last week a must-win too? Division game on the road. It probably like, was. A bad team. Yeah, it's, it's an and, embarrassment. They become an embarrassment. Red zone turnovers. Yeah, this, this this now going home here in this spot against the people are going to go. This is a, a giant, giant game for them um, uh, this week. I feel at home in front of their fans after the Lions beating them up. Uh, you know. In, in uh, Detroit, after they looked good against the Bills, uh, they looked pretty decent. They covered the game against the Bills the previous Sunday night. So uh, this this yeah. is a I think this is their biggest game of the of the season for them. I think they've got to be able to run the ball effectively we, today. That's the thing, yeah. and we'll so see if they you can touch this game either way. Crack like I have no plan this game. Like I, I don't feel great at the Packers, even though I think I would routinely take the home team in the points here. But I'm not, I'm yeah. certainly not laying five with the Cowboys on the road either. No way. No, no chance. Way. I'm rooting for – I have some Dallas uh, bet against Dallas early in the season, so I'll be rooting again for Green Bay. But if I was betting the game, yeah, I'm not laying no points on the road here in this spot. Yeah. Uh, definitely not. So are you staying away or are you I'm staying away. I don't, have a bet, I, don't have a, I don't have a bet on the game. Uh, yeah. You know, this year the underdogs and the unders have been the, the real – big thing and uh betting wise like i said to jason earlier i was giving him a little uh grief fooling around but i'm not joking though man you wouldn't believe the bookmaker i speak to five or six bookmakers uh around the country and and literally booking sick amounts of business these big corporations um wow i can't believe the money that they're making week after week on the nfl uh, just because the public is fickle. They still want to go with these big favorites. They still want to bet the Buffaloes over the Jets. We talked about this last week on the show. Uh, th- these 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 kind of games are, are funny, guys. I mean, I don't know if they return to the mean. Things return to the mean. It's a natural thing. Always in life, it seems like things return to the mean. You think the bookmakers would over-adjust and, and make these a little bit lower, but no, they want the public to keep laying the big 
big money lines and, and the big spreads. So I, listen, I get it. Like, look, yeah. a lot of times these small favorites on the road, it's sucker bet 101. You know, it's happened time and time again, but it is so one-sided in, in terms of the matchup in this one where just a couple of things. If you look at Green Bay, offensive line, question marks in terms of health with Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins. If you look at Dallas, just a couple of things with their defense. They have four sacks in four straight games like against that Green Bay unit. And then you look at they have their first in sacks per drop back. Their pass rush win rate, their number one, and pressure percentage. Like, they put a ton of heat on the opposing quarterback. Oh, yeah. And what would give you any reason to believe that if Aaron Rodgers is under heat, he can play well throwing to who he's throwing to? You know what I mean? So it's the battle of those two things, knowing a short road favorite is oftentimes a sucker bet. But almost everything favors Dallas in this matchup. Uh, they're six and two. Yes. Um, they're six and two. They go to seven and two here. I don't understand. I have a bet on the Eagles to win the, vi- the division. I have multiple bets on that, actually. I-, I-, I don't understand how they can be this big of an underdog, uh, to be honest with you. I'm- I looked earlier today. Yeah, here it is again. I mean, the Eagles are minus five to one. Dallas plus 450 to win the division. I, I don't know. I'm not saying the Eagles are going to not win the division. I, I just. They're not that. They shouldn't be as big, laying five to one on 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 the Eagles to win a division when you have Dallas six and two, a five point four point favorite this week. Easily can go to seven and two. Uh, I think I just think there's a, a live dog situation there. But I'm I'm not getting off my Eagles, uh, of course. Just saying, wow, no respect for Dallas here. Yeah, and I think, and I think your your point. By the way, you said earlier, crack that you think. The Eagles are not going undefeated. Like you just said that out there. Like, oh, they're not going undefeated. Are, are, well, are I see this like, bet up, but all the, even MGM, all these sports books have this bet up. And I, what's I, the no? Listen, at? oh my God, you won't believe it. What do you guys <laughs> think? What do you guys think the Eagles to go undefeated? Oh, to go undefeated. Is? What do you think? Okay. I, I think it's undefeated. like we talked you about. Could, this but on you could bet both ways. Okay, yeah. you bet both ways. Okay, so but I think it's like so yeah. fifteen to one or something. So yeah, I was gonna say ten to one. Like, like plus a thousand for yes, undefeated. Yeah. What's it at? Guys, you're not, you're not even close. No? The no. Will the Eagles go undefeated? No, we're saying the yes. The yes. Like, the yes. Right. yes to do it. The yes. Will they go undefeated? You're not close either. I'm going to give you – I was okay. going to give you both ways. Okay. I'll give you the yes then. The yes is – I seen plus 22 to 1. Woo. Oh, wow. I, I, I was – you know, and by the way, the no, we had to lay 100 Don't to do one. it, crack. Don't, I know. No, I can see I'm, dollar signs in your eyes, right? Don't no, do it. I, no, no, there's no profit in that, right? Lay 100 to 1, take 20 to 1, real nice. Uh, but no, th- yeah, I, I just don't uh, – I'm not, I'm not on either side of that. I'm just – I was surprised, like you guys are going to be. I was surprised it was plus 22 to 1 where I seen it earlier. So I'm yeah. confused. That's – yes, they will go 17 to 0? It's 22 to 1? Yes. Uh, plus, the plus no, 17, yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the plus, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. That, that's yeah. actually not bad. I, I might. I would. Don't do it, man. They're not you know, I, I haven't. I, have you? I mean, it, it's an interesting. But bet. can't you what hedge you out go? at some point? If like, if you're at plus yeah. twenty two hundred for the, could you hedge out at some point? Like week. 15 you know what? I'm looking at. Yeah. You know, you know where I looked earlier in the week. I'm looking now, and it's actually minus twenty three to one and plus thirteen fifty, thirteen and a half to one. So oh. it did drop down a little bit. Um, compared to what it was earlier in the okay. week. I like the yes-no bets, too. But 
I don't know. I thought the Eagles had a pretty easy schedule. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I just, I, now that I said what I said, and I seen that 20, 22 plus 22 to 1 earlier, and it was like Monday or Tuesday, um, I'm looking at the Eagles' schedule. I mean, okay, you know, you know they have the Commanders. Yeah. They have the Colts, which we know is garbage. They have the Packers. They're at home, though. Then they're home versus the Titans. They're, they go into New York. That might be a tougher game than people think. I understand yeah. division rivals going in. The Eagles are still going to be a favorite there. They go into Chicago, uh, going to be a favorite there. At home, uh, uh, I'm sorry, on the road, they go to Dallas, and I guess that'll be the – tougher of the the rest of the games for them uh at home versus the saints at home versus the giants boy i tell you i i wish i could i wish i had a chance to take that 22 to 1 again they're not going 17 (laughs) i mean really look at their schedule to this point the impressive win is against minnesota who's a one loss team but the rest of the games lions commanders jacks cardinals (laughs) Cowboys with their backup quarterback, Steelers and Texans. What the hell right. impresses you about that? Good point. Good point. Good. Good. Uh, I think this, yeah, the Steelers really... though are like always in hard out. I think with with Watt back in the lineup now. I think you never count yeah. the Steelers out, and, and and they play today the Saints obviously. Um, with Watt back, I mean they've they've never won a game without Watt. I think like, isn't that like isn't that some sort of stat? I think they maybe beat Tampa this year without Watt. Like they do not. They do not. They're like one in nine or one in ten without Watt. They can't win without him. Like, I think when he's back, they're just a whole different team. Yeah, and they get him back today. It's a big deal for them going up against the Saints. Hey, earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sports books, the king of parlays. All right. We're in full preview mode and also full reaction mode because we got ball going on right now. Tampa leading Seattle 13, I'm sorry, 14 to 3. Seattle did get on the board with a field goal. Tampa Bay driving right now, though, in Seattle territory. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight year NFL veteran. And I'm Brian No. Coming up next. Trying to make th- make sense of things that don't make sense at all. And there is one team that is at the top of the list. You all know where we're going with that coming up. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, just a little more than an hour and a half away from the 1 p.m. Eastern time kickoff. Seven games getting you all set. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. So Tampa... Running the ball well, throwing it well. Hey, why not bust out a trick play up 14-3 to and okay. Leonard Fournette throws an interception while trying to complete a pass to Tom Brady, and now Seattle has life. They're driving and are trying to make it a one-score game as we speak. This 
is an example of the Bucks' poor coaching. All right. Yes. So earlier in the game, maybe it was this drive, but there was a drive before. Same formation, right? Tom Brady motion out to the left. They run the ball to the right with Fournette, and no one's quote unquote guarding Tom Brady. All right. Like it looked like he was by himself. So the Bucks, and I saw it too. I'm like, oh man, they might go throw that ball to Brady. I, I thought in my head. And lo and behold, they throw the ball to Tom Brady. But Seattle was covering him. They just didn't have someone man-to-man pressed on Tom Brady. There was a defender over there, and you made Leonard Fournette run the ball to the right, stop on a dime, and throw it to the far sideline. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing, Leftwich? To me, that's a fireable thing. Like, if Jeremy Ursay was owning the Bucks, Byron Leftwich would be fired. Like, he would just he'd be up in his booth, his box. Knocking some back. You're, you're done, buddy. Like, that was Guys. so bad. That was so bad. What are we doing? And now he's, he's, now Gino's in the rhythm, man. He's humming that ball down the field. Like, Seattle's about to score and, and make this, I guess, crack. I shouldn't be that upset, right, because I bet on Seattle. So I'm pretty, I guess, I'm right, happy. But the play call is so bad, it bothers me. It was terrible. And, and, and just to think of what you just said. You just said for the first time this year, Gino Smith's in the rhythm. Wow. Right. Well, in I, this I mean, game, it's hard to ignore that Gino is is playing. No, it well. is. He's had he's um, had a great season. Oh man! So I just did not expect. I mean, to him to play this well, and again, he's getting in a little bit of a, of a rhythm here. But you know, those plays. You know, we talk a lot about you know momentum, right? And you know, the analytics community who who I do like. Um, I don't want to like say it quite like this, but you know, they talk about how you know momentum is not a, a real thing, right? And it's not a way to measure momentum. And I, wow. I get it. But I think there is there is this idea of and I call it confidence. Like when when plays like that happen, there's just like general emotion and like this confidence you sort of get on the sideline. You're like, oh well they screwed up. Now we can take advantage of it. Like we, we get this and you can see Seattle playing with a different energy on offense because you're you're on the you're on the sideline. If you're Seattle on offense, and you're thinking to yourself, "I've been in this spot before." You're like, "Oh man, we're down twenty-one-three. We got a lot of work to do to get back in this game." They throw that pick. You're like, "Heck yeah, let's go! Right, One touchdown. Right. We're back in this game." Yeah, and it's all about well, there's that player's too. perspective, guys out there. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would be in the sidelines. And I, look, I, mean, I would. I'm not a dummy. I can I can do math yeah. sometimes. And I'm no, like, no, oh, no, you know, but but that that's interesting because. <laughs> I don't know, and, and, and of course, Brian and I, we, we don't know what that feels like on the sideline. So that momentum, that is into you as a oh, player. Oh, yeah, for you sure. Un- there, and there, you say, wait, we ju- can do something here. Yeah, yeah. there's a juice because, look, if you go down 21-3, with the, with the amount of time left, you know, this is a, difference, a huge difference between college and NFL. You know, like, you're going to get about three possessions at the most in, in the NFL in a quarter, right? Like, in, in, if, if the other team's moving the ball – a decent clip, right? A couple first downs every drive. So, like, if you're if you're a Seattle player, you're thinking to yourself, like, well, we gotta we have three drives, we score three touchdowns, or this is it. And now the, the feeling changes because you're still gonna get the ball back at least two more times, probably score a touchdown, even a field goal here, and worth in one score. So that's kind of a, a big part of I think why you just don't call that play for Tampa Bay. Like you you let them back into the game. By the way, wow. while you're talking about Tampa, you did mention the name Jim Ursay, and we will dive into that, the Colts Please. mayhem, the week that has been coming up next. First, though, let's make way for Isaac Lowenkron with the latest. I love what is going on, buddy. Geno Smith just fumbled the ball uh, right fumble. back to Tampa wow. Bay. No, he didn't. Mm. Back to oh, Geno, give it away. In a three-man uh, rush. Geno. 
So with 2.29 left in the oh. third quarter in Munich, Tampa Bay gets away with it. They still lead the Seattle Seahawks 14-3. So as the guys were detailing, here is what happened. So Tom Brady and Tampa Bay dominating the game. They're up 14-3 over the Seahawks. And moments ago, they had a first and 10 at the Seahawks 22-yard line when they lined up in the Wildcat formation. They split Tom Brady out wide to the left. Fine. They did a direct snap to Fournette. Fine. He tried to throw a pass to Brady. Tariq Woolen of the Seahawks intercepted. The Seahawks drove right down the field. Second and goal at the nine-yard line. And Geno Smith got strip-sacked. And it was recovered by Tampa Bay. So they have the ball at the 13-yard line, still leading Seattle 14-3 with 2.29 left in the third quarter in Munich. But, fellas, I, I, I think you'd agree with me. That still does not make the bonehead decision and play call by Tampa Bay to try and throw a pass to Tom Brady all the more excusable. I mean, somewhere Jeff Saturday is saying to himself, even I wouldn't do that. And here's what I'm going to do for you. So that crazy play and that terrible decision by Tampa Bay to throw the pass to Brady, I found the German play-by-play call of that play. And it's priceless (laughs) because even though none of us, I assume, speak German, you could even tell how horrible of a call they thought it was. Let's listen to the German play-by-play call. Wieder so eine Wildcat-Formation und da kommt der Pass auf Brady. Interception. Ich hab doch gesagt, den musst du nicht. Halleluja. Der Rutsch, der, und da kommt die Interception. Was ist denn hier los? Und dann aber so, oh eine, so ein dummer Fehler. Und so first, I think he said, what are we doing? And I did hear him yeah. say at the beginning, wildcat formation. Yes. I did hear that. And I heard <laughs> one guy even say hallelujah. So that, from what I can understand, is Jan Stecker, Bjorn Werner, and Iki oh, nice. Domish, who I assume when he dances, it's the Iki shuffle. But you know what? You, you guys want to hear that one again? Yeah, that's the old, isn't that the Florida State player who played for the Colts? Bjorn Werner, Bjorn I think Werner? So. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wasn't he a place kicker? No, he was wow. like he's a defensive lineman. Oh, yeah. Good job. I was thinking Good of job, Brian. You he's know, a what? first round draft pick who had like two sacks in his career. I was thinking of Bjorn Merton. That you're right. That is Bjorn Warner and former Indianapolis Colts. So here's their call again. He doesn't have wild catch formation and a cut that pass off Brady. Interception! So again, it's still 14 to 3 Tampa Bay. Their ball two and a half minutes left to play in the third quarter. And the actives and inactives just coming out for the early games. Josh Allen officially is active, fellas, for the Buffalo Bills, and Ryan Tannehill officially active for the Tennessee Titans. Back to you. Good stuff, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Man, I mentioned if that broadcast added one more voice, like the NFL Network broadcast. They need one more. That was not good enough unless they had one more person giggling in the background. <laughs> I, love, I, I love, like, the, by the way, the other, the, 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 the alternate language broadcast, like, I don't know if that's the right word. All, the, mm-hmm. They're so much better than, than English broadcast. It, it like, seems so much more excitable. Yes. You know? like, that was exciting. It was, was like a one, soccer a game broke ago, out. Like, years ago, <laughs> uh, no, years ago, weeks ago, when Oregon played Washington State, 
and with a couple big plays to end the game, and they were the, the Spanish language call was incredible, like just incredible. They were like they said quack quack a bunch of times in there. <laughs> it was just like inc- it was so good. Um, you know, it's uh, they're just laughing at the play calls. It was that bad. It's incredible. Yeah. It was so bad. It was ridiculously bad. Now speaking of that, it's a good segue, good transition to the Indianapolis Colts and the week that was. So as we know, they fired Frank Reich. They replaced him with former player. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday is the guy. Jeff Saturday in his first press conference was like, yeah, when uh, Jim Irsay told me about that, I was like, wow, really? Like blown away. (laughs) The guy who has the job was blown away by the offer. They're also, that's not it, Parks Frazier. He's a 30-year-old guy. He'll be calling the plays today. He's the play caller. He's a game specialist and an assistant quarterbacks coach. That's the week that has been. And somehow, like you pointed out, Jeff, there is money pouring in on the Colts here. How is this happening? (laughs) It's the it's the the assistant to the to the assistant is calling plays this weekend. There was a report today. They offered the job to the quarterback coach or the who was there, not Parks Frazier, the other quarterback coach. And he was he said no. He wanted like an adjustment in his salary. And they they said no. So he's like, I'm not doing it. Um, So uh, as as Rashad White right now, look at his long. Oh, oh, he just stiffed arm a guy on the ground. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay is about to win this game. Now, you can't fumble like that, Gino. Expect to to win. Um, Dude, this is this game. I I I like Jeff Saturday. Like I, I, I haven't. I talked to him a couple times on the phone. Like we're not friends per se, but a great guy. Like every, everyone talks great about him. Mm-hmm. But the idea that like you are can be a good head coach because you're a leader of men. That's one part of the job, and that part wasn't the problem in Indianapolis. Like no one thought. At least did anyone say Frank Wright couldn't lead them anymore? No, they, they're not playing well. Okay, they weren't playing well. And Ursay was being impulsive. He's the one who benched Matt Ryan. He's the one who might bring Matt Ryan back this weekend. He's the one who wanted to get rid of Carson Wentz. Now, that was on Frank Reich because Frank Reich wanted him. But the point is, like, they don't need a morale person. They need an X and O's person to fix the issues they have on the offensive line and at quarterback and the injury issue, which is not really a coach's problem. But, like, they Jeff Snyder doesn't do any of that for them. And he's never been in any of these situations where he have to make a decision on a fourth down. What to do on third down? What to do when a penalty happens? What to do if things aren't going well? What do you challenge? What do you not challenge? Um, he's never been in that spot before. And now he's doing an NFL game on the road. Um, first time play caller. Never called plays before. Never <laughs> sequenced plays before. Never any idea what to do when things aren't going well. What happens on third and 12? What happens on the never before? Backup quarterback. Bad offensive line. And I get the Raiders haven't finished games, right? They lost three games. They're up 17 points. But to me, like, if the Raiders can't win this game crack, the franchise is complete. Just fold them up. Just, like, just pack it up and, like, just give the franchise to someone else. Like, you cannot lose this game if you're the Raiders. I just want to remind everyone. So the Colts come out of the gate week one, tie in the Texans 20-20. to Jacksonville beat them at home the next week 24 nothing. After losing twenty four nothing, the Colts went home and beat the Chiefs. Yeah, it's like one of the worst. Did, would you the ever think loss. that they were going to fire the coach after the Colts beat the Chiefs? I mean, it, it, in that same season, here we are. You know, five weeks, six weeks later. But I just want people to know that because, like, like I always say, just anything can happen here. This this can be an. Uh, 
easily either team can win this game. This game opened up six, down to four, like Jeff said, like Jeff said here. Lots of questions beyond. Listen, they're, they're three and five. I mean, I don't know. Jeff, you guys are three and five in the locker room. Is your season over? I mean, no. do, 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 do they really think that they go to four and five this game? I don't know. Do they, I, do they, are they playing for draft picks already? I mean, what, what, what do you think is going yeah, on? Yeah, he's the adamant room? they're not. But okay, it sure yeah. seems like they are, you know. I guess there's a difference between actions and words. Jim right. Mersey can say he's not tanking, but his actions sure seem like he is. Well, At least there's an element of that. They, they, they just need a quarterback, right? Like, um, and, you know, obviously, tank, quote unquote, tanking, get yourself the closest you can to a quarterback next year. Um, but again, like, who are you hiring to obviously, you know, be, be your coach for that quarterback. Um, you know, Chris Ballard, the general manager, I, I know when general managers survive because they're, they're closer to the owner than, like, the coaches right. to the owner, right? Like, there's sure. – uh, like, you know, during games, the owner and GM sit with each other, right? So there's, like, this kind of bond between them. But Chris Ballard, the cold general manager, what has he done to deserve to continue to be in charge of this team, right? Can't find a left tackle. Can't find a quarterback. Um pass rush, cornerback, like the, the staples of what you need for this team. And then he comes out in the media this week and his press conference says he blames the media for not getting enough wide receivers. Or, like, you know, <laughs> it's your fault. You're the right. general manager. Enough finger pointing. Like, you have to get this job done. And the Colts right now are in a, just a bad place. Um, so I can't imagine that they win this game. I was very happy to lay the points with Oakland, whatever team they are, Vegas, um, yes. because <laughs> whatever team they are is right. Nobody I just like, cares anymore. I just can't imagine a situation where this game is well coached. Like I don't see yeah. that happening. Well, I think a couple of things. The first thing, and I I didn't think of it until now. What is Frank Reich thinking? Not only getting fired, but what he has been replaced with. Think about that. If I got fired from Fox Sports Radio today. I'd be mad about it. I'd be even madder if they replaced me with someone that's like barely done radio before. You know what I mean? Like that's what they did with Frank Reich and, and Jeff Saturday. I You're get fired. that he's a former player and all of that. Yeah, but it could happen though, Brian. Don't. I'm just saying. I know. We, we I shouldn't may, even put that out there happen. in the atmosphere. We may have but, a third. You know, it could happen. Yeah. But you understand my point. It depends on who you're being replaced by. And so I would imagine that makes Reich even madder. I would be madder. But the other thing is the Colts, their past three games, they've scored 10 points, 16 points, score. three points. They can't score. And you look the other side, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, they're both on IR. So I would expect this to be a Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs game for the Raiders I just I don't see the Colts moving the ball. There's a report that hey Jeff Saturday might switch gears and put Matt Ryan back as the that, starter. Who cares? Not, he stinks too. Jeff, that's that is a Jim Irsay decision. That's not. I mean, he might put him in the game at some point, but it's very clear that Jeff Urs that that um, uh, Jim Irsay is making these decisions. Like it's not a Jeff Saturday decision. It's a it's a Irsay wanted someone in there, obviously who is going to just do what he wants. I mean, the whole thing about, oh, well, the analytics thing, the, the comment he made about analytics right. the other day, like, come on, Ursay. Like, this is the sport, man. Like, your, your coach is trying to maximize the points that you score. Why are you upset about that? Yeah, it's, it's a weird week, man. Very, very weird week. There's no doubt about that. Guys, some big movement here. I'm going to interrupt you for okay. a second. Giant, giant movement again on this Buffalo-Minnesota game now. Uh, this game went, like I said, 
uh, under the 48, which I text you guys on Monday, down to 42 and a half. Major line move when they announce Allen back in. Now I just got the, a major line move across my screen. Under again, the key sports books going down again to look like the 45 range. I'm just saying, so weather may be playing. I yeah. don't have that in front of me, but weather may play a little bit here. And again, don't forget, it's the wind and the wind gust. You always want to check that. Don't look what you know TV shows you. Yeah. And if you see some snow in the background, it's all about what that snow and the, the windy gust. It's not the snow itself. And then it's also worth reporting that I see here in this game that uh, he's active, Josh Allen is, but he was not spotted on the field during warm-ups. So I don't oh, know, wow. even know what oh, that means. Oh, wow. Goodness. My guess is yeah. trying to avoid him throwing the ball as much as possible before the start of the game. But <laughs> yeah, that's active, a great sign. Let's, they let's also, not throw the ball before the well, game they, with your jack-up like, elbow. Because, because they did not <laughs> have the quarterback call it from the practice squad, like, they have to have him active. Even if he's not going to start, he's got to be active because they don't have anyone else. Right, like if uh, if Case Keenum went down, who's the guy? It's like a slot receiver. You just put, you just put the Allen QB. in there. You just you just wildcat it up, man. Wow, that's crazy. Those left-handed. Every Thursday, be sure to check out our countdown to kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly, and also Jared Smith, Bill Krakenberger. We give you our takes. Get you all set for a full weekend in betting. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to make money, check it out. Crack's giving away winners left and right each Thursday. So if you want cash, it's check it a out. Good run. There you go. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, sports handicapper. The eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz is with us. He's licking his wounds with his ducks going down yesterday. You have to keep, you have to keep going there, right? You have to keep I've going got the there. shirt on still, though. You're, you're, yeah. you're, 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 your Irish almost lost yesterday, okay? Hey, 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 35 <laughs> first-half points. That, that's what we focus on. Not the goose egg in the second half against Navy. But it was enough to get it done. Chris Godwin in the end zone for Tampa. They're about to go up 21-3. to I don't think Looks, I'm winning this bet, guys. I don't think I don't it's think so happen. either. Flag on the play. They'll get it sorted out. I'm Brian No hanging out with you also. Coming up next... Why does Crack have his eye on my fins today? Fins up, baby. We will find out next. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay with up to four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Let's dive into this. Same game parlays. All right, Crack. We're looking at your same game parlay, honing in on the Browns-Dolphins game today. Huh? What do you like in this one? Yeah, you know, uh, I realized something today. When you can choose these things, you can – there's a scroll-down menu. You could pick the points you want uh, over-under, even if it's not the current line that's available to the public just on over-under bet. So uh, let's do this because there's key numbers in football, as we know. Uh, there's key numbers on totals. There's key numbers on games. Of course, the three is the number one, especially in the first half. So I actually, instead of the two and a half, I scrolled down and took the three and a half Browns. First half plus three and a half. 
the over 23 and a half instead of the current for 24 and a half. Now you do get penalized a little bit, but I still like the kind of correlations with because I like Cooper Cup. I'm sorry, not Cooper Cup. Sorry, let's start. Let's start that over. Uh, Cooper over 60 receiving yards. Same thing there, guys. You can scroll. You can go over 80. You can go over 50. You can go. I like uh, uh, Cooper over 60 yards there. So those three, a uh, $50 bet uh, returns uh, $250. So not bad. A little, little sprinkle, a little peanut on a parlay platter there. I like. It is pretty cool that you can mess with the. Uh, the receiving yardage. Yeah, right? get, I, I like that. I yeah. like that. More, more, more importantly, you can mess with those points, the key points. There's sure. only only a certain couple numbers games can land yeah. on a first half. Uh, 20, uh, 17, no. I mean, it could happen. 17, 20, 21, 23, 24. So I'd rather go over 23 and a half. And uh, same thing with the plus three and a half, which is even more key. So. There you go. Thanks, Brian. Uh, good stuff, Crack. Absolutely. Well, there goes there goes my cover in this game. Yeah, oh. right. So Seattle scored a touchdown. Nice play by Geno Smith to Tyler Lockett for a touch. They went for two to try to make it a ten point game, and it did not work so out. This is where this is where I don't get analytics in this exact moment, right? Because <clears throat> if you kick the field goal here, you still need two possessions. You still need two possessions now. Like it, 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 it doesn't matter. But now you need two touchdown possessions. If you Keep the field goal here. You still need two possessions, but now one might be a field goal, one might be a touchdown. Sure. But now, you, I guess now the point is you actually know you need two touchdowns, but you're in the same boat anyways later. But I, did, I mean, I, the extra point now? Is that what you're saying? The extra, the extra yeah, point? Yeah. yeah. You're still in the same okay, boat. The At least you, I guess yeah. now you know for sure. So, I, I don't know. I, I think it keeps you a little bit more locked in if, it, if you kick it and you're down 11 and it's a, you know. I, you just need a field that's goal. That's the analytics, though. 100%. Yeah. That's analytics. Kicking it now. It is. Not kicking it no now. No doubt. Yep. All right. Coming up next, more of the biggest matchups. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, getting you all set for week 10. Tampa sitting pretty. Up 21 to 9. We're under seven minutes to play. Game in Germany. What did Goodell say this week? He wants uh, at least four games between now and 2025 in Germany. It's going to be a regular thing. And uh, Seattle, they had to fly. They showed a graphic earlier. They had to fly nine hours to Germany. That's over in Seattle, right? So it's not that crazy to to fly over there. So it's going to be a regular occurrence for the NFL. Growing the game internationally, baby, raking in the dollars. I don't like the Germans. You don't yeah, like the it, early start times. I don't crack. like it. I don't like Ooh. it. I don't like it. I don't well, you're like on the it. West Coast most often. Yeah, but I don't like it anyway. I don't like it from a betting from a betting standpoint. I don't like it. Oh, uh, not interception. No, just, just don't. I don't like it. Thomas you know, Brady, nice interception. There See, this know. is why Tom I'm going to I'm going to not I'm going to wow. lose by a point. I'm going to push oh. by a point. It's gonna, I'm not, I'm gonna, I mean, lose by a point. I got a good number. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, li- I look, I'm never going to say no to football. So, I mean, I'm like, went to, bed early, went to bed late last night, seething over the loss. I'm up early watching more football. I'm texting with guys about offensive line play in college football uh, right now. Like, I am, I'm about it, man. I want, I want as much football as possible. So, uh, bad throw by, by Thomas there, man. He, he's been good today. That was a bad decision. 
I just love that slogan that I'm never going to say no to football. That is yeah, beautiful I, right I, there. I've never like tonight's game, Chargers Niners, you know, oh. I'm I might be tired <laughs> enough to just kind of like, you know, I might have to you're going to say no to football, early. Jeff? Is that what well, you're going to be fall, tired I might just fall no? asleep in bed. Those are two different okay. things. I, I don't know if I'll be able to. How about that one? Seven and a half now for the Chargers. Getting, yep. getting seven and a half points. That feels way too many points for the Chargers in this game. But, feels um, like a lot, but the Niners get basically their whole team back healthy. You know, they got eight guys coming back. That's Yeah, they're, they're – and look, if – Seattle loses this game. I feel, I feel like a lot of people are going to be off Seattle now and back onto the Niners winning the, the NFC West. Hey, this right. This is a big development for, for San Francisco, for sure, with Seattle looking like they're going to lose today. How about this one? This game, Jacksonville at KC and uh, Kansas City favored by 9.5 at BetMGM. It's fluctuated. Yeah. I think we've gotten crept up to 10, and it's dipped back down to 9.5. But this game involves one of those stats that you're like, is that really true? Patrick Mahomes has won 23 straight games yes. in November and December. Yeah. D- that's um, exceptional. It's exceptional. And, and they're not going to lose today, but uh, what they are going to do is not cover. Um, they, they don't like – they don't cover at home as over-touchdown favorites, like very often. They just have um, these, like, poor – games where they like they, they just the one o'clock game favored by 10 points you know they win by three to six and the jacksonville is going to score in the last drive to make it like kind of close like that's the way these games go in kansas city when they play at one o'clock and like a non-primetime game with a big as a big home favorite they're just not the best in these spots these two coaches are uh good friends too Yes, um, yeah. It's a big, you know, there's a lot of history between Andy Reid and Doug Peterson. So, sure. Uh, the first coaching job in Philly. I mean, this is a, this is a really, um, it's a game like last week, guys. You don't want to say maybe that the Chiefs look ahead of Tennessee, but they didn't no. look ahead to play Jacksonville. That's for sure. <laughs> Casey sitting at 6-2. Uh, and two. Uh, they, Like I said, that overtime win against the Titans, boy. Oh, that saved me in a suicide here we go. pool I- out in Vegas. I have the What's number ready. In, in all games that Mahomes um, has led okay. the Chiefs, they've been favored by seven points or more. He's only 41% against the spread. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, and wow. they're 0-4 against the spread at home this year. Like, they don't lose those games. They just don't, they just don't cover them. Yeah. Um, and, but, you know, if he's a favorite by, like, three, you better bet the Chiefs. They, they typically win and cover those games. Um, they just don't play well in these games. Like, I, I just, they kind of just like, and they got they moved next weekend's game to Sunday Night Football as well in Los Angeles. That's against right. The Chargers. Yeah. Like, I feel like this, this is an early, the way I look at this game happening, I would take Chiefs first half. They get out to a big lead and then just kind of like, like kind of just as they do at times, just shut everything down the second half and Jacksonville makes furious comeback and, and, and gets with the number. That's my. By the way, shout out NFL. Much rather have uh, Chiefs Chargers next week on Sunday night instead of Bengals Steelers. That, so thank you for making that happen with flex. Scheduling. I am going to a charity event in New York uh, Thursday night, and 
I'll uh, give him that shout out. Howard Katz will be there. He was former president of NBC, uh, ABC, and he's also uh, the guy that makes the schedule. So I'm going to talk about our show a little there bit. There you go. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe we get him on here for a couple minutes to say, Howard, how do you come up with these uh, yeah these things here? You know, that's the one thing uh, we can give him props for. The rest of it is like, why do you do this, and why do we have eight early games and two late yeah, afternoon the, games? What the hell, Howie? You know, the thing yeah. about the flexing is interesting because you can you. In previous years, you've only been allowed to have a max of six games on primetime in one season. Mm-hmm. So that includes Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. With the flex scheduling, I imagine it's that's different, right? Because I, I think Kansas City right. has their maximum of six games each year to start the season, right? Like that's that's kind of what yeah. they are now. I think it, right now it's also five. Right. I think the max right is now? five now. You'll get something like Denver has, I think, seven standalone games because they play on Christmas and there's, uh, I think there was a London game in there, something like that. Uh, but yeah, I think the max is five. But you're right. It's a good point with flex scheduling. It doesn't matter. It's kind of like um, the soft salary cap in the NBA. You know, you, you go over that thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, the it's like guys, that. Chiefs are the second choice to win the Super Bowl at a low five to one. I was in Las Vegas um, when a guy walked up to the sports book and the uh, the guy that owns the casino actually walked me up there with him. Uh, they, this guy walked up with three hundred and fifty thousand in cash to bet the. Uh, oh, is that a touchdown? For yeah, it's there? Marquis good. What beautiful throw on fourth down. See what's right? going to happen here, guys. At the this is going to be a sweat. Now, if you're betting Tampa Bay, you can't be sweating, right? Only with oh, you should be four sweating. minutes left. Right? I mean, it's going to be. Oh, you should, they got all their timeouts. And this is the thing about, this, about the NFL. Like, this is the NFL. All these games end up with a touchdown. Like, they, oh, they just, it's just the league, man. Like, they just, they're, they're always so close. It's, you know, these are all professionals. This is why playing. the underdogs are, are good bets. I mean, this is why, this is why the sports books make the money they do. The underdogs are, especially double digit dogs. But I was just going back to say about the Kansas City thing. This guy bet 350000 for the Kansas City to win the Super Bowl. And, um, you know, it's just, they're, they're, they're the second choice at 5-1. to one. I'll tell Buffalo. you right now, it's another team I can't I – can, I just can't take 5-1 to one this year in, in this league. Like we said, look at this game. This was easily a Tampa Bay um, blowout, right? I mean, well, yeah. blowout's too strong of a word. But, I mean, what's going to happen here at the end? You can guarantee you they're going to have the ball for that driving touchdown <laughs> yes. to win this game at the end. You know it. You know yes. it. So. Right. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Parody driven. By the way, that KC game, this is one thing, yep. guys, where you can keep it close. Jacksonville is running the ball. Travis Etienne, he's rushed for 100 yards and one touchdown in three straight games. Like, that's really good. And the Chiefs, you saw it a little bit last week. Derrick Henry had a very good game facing virtually no passing threat in Malik Willis and those receivers without uh, – Traylon Burks being healthy for that game last week. And Derrick Henry still rushed the ball effectively. Chiefs giving up 5.3 yards per rush the past four games. So that could be your recipe. And I like teams, when they can run the ball effectively, like Jacksonville plus 9.5 today, if you can run the ball effectively, that opens up a lot of stuff. And it's just so hard to win by double digits when you have that working for you. Agreed. And and again, I keep going back. Like The Chiefs like just – at times, don't put their foot down on opponents like Jacksonville. When they play Tampa Bay, they do. When they play the Niners, they do. 
But against Jacksonville, they often just don't like slam the door shut on them and, and tell them like, "Hey, you're not you're not winning this game." And so I, I think I think Jacksonville here plus you get ten points is is certainly the way to go. Yeah. What do you guys do on Sunday? Do you watch the red zone? I forgot I asked you guys this already. It depends what, during it, the season. It, Where it you have. Please tell me you have multiple screens. I'll be so happy. Yeah, I, it depends what room I'm in for the day. I okay, have a room with cool. three TVs. You do? Sometimes yes. Sometimes downstairs, I, I just nice. put the eight box on. Like like today, okay. because the Chiefs are on at 1 o'clock, which, again, is not yep. doesn't happen very often, I'll probably go upstairs in the, with, with the three TVs, and I'll have the Chiefs on one TV, the Red Zone on another TV, and then I'll probably put the eight box on the, the big TV just to watch, oh, kind nice. of just like – Round robin the games. I kind of pay attention to all of them as they happen. How big and is wife the and TV kids out of the, the house box. or no? Uh, no, we, we both of them. so what the, the way I kind of try to do this is like I tell my wife, hey, why don't you invite some friends over? So I kind of like take like so like yesterday we had a bunch of people over the house, so I just <laughs> yeah. kind of sit on the couch by myself. And today we have people coming over, <laughs> and I try to I'll just make dinner later. So like I'll just disappear love- for a couple hours. I'll watch football. I always want to know this. You gotta stuff. be savvy. And I like you're reappear. using people to get yeah. your football fix. And I then like I'll that. reappear. And I pop my head out. Hey, I'm making dinner. I'll be hey, downstairs yeah. in a few minutes. <laughs> Brian yeah, had a good, good question there. Brian, how, that's a good question. Yeah, how big is the there? TV for the? I want to know. Big TV for the eight box. I haven't. Um, it's, a, it's like a seventy-inch TV, something like that. I haven't upgraded the TVs go. in a while. Um, I, I just some days I just want to do Red Zone Channel. Like I, like I might do a, like the morning games don't interest me that much outside of Kansas City. I think because I'm rooting for the Chiefs, so I might just go Red Zone Channel, Chiefs, and just like I don't know whatever game I'm wagering on. Put another TV. There yeah, we'll see how the morning goes. Good system. Yeah, Seventy inch is still good too. I mean, that's that's a good that's a legit. good size TV. Yeah, when we were the, kids the, growing up, even the three of us, we were watching TV one, one, on a forty inch TV. I'm sure. Yeah, I'd, I mean, probably less than that. I'd, we had one TV and we watched, you know, whatever. You know, typically, <laughs> the Niners were on in Los Angeles, so we and I was right. a Niners fan. So we watched the Niners play each week. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously you get access now. You know, I, there are days I put my iPad on as well for fourth screen, put a different game on uh, as well, but. Um, I, I'm telling you, man, I, I'm never more excited to watch a Colts-Raiders game in my life. That game's going to be wow. probably on the iPad, like, traveling wow. around with me today. I'm just so oh, fascinated by this game. Like, you have, you have a, a, a first-time coach. Like, if they were like, hey, Schwartz, come coach this team, hey. I probably wouldn't say no, but yeah. also probably wouldn't be good at it. By the way, <laughs> it's been a full week of what the hell are the Colts doing. Can you imagine if the Raiders lose this game? Think about that. Think about everything with Josh McDaniels and the expectations and where they are. If the Raiders lose this game, everything that we've said about the Colts this whole week, we'll be saying about the Raiders slipping to 2-7, and seven, if that happens. I don't think it will, but it's possible. You know it. It's the NFL. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know if, um, if McDaniels survives this season anyways, but he, he certainly makes it much more difficult if you lose to the Colts today. By the way, is this, uh, you know, the uh, Sean McVay has just been fantastic against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. He's 10-1. and one. Is this it for Cliff Kingsbury? Is he going to get the Frank Reich treatment if they lose today? I don't, think, I don't think middle of the season. But I will say, like, there's, there's, you see it a lot um, right now where there's a lot of arguing on the sidelines in, in Arizona. Coach, quarterback, quarterback, wide receiver, wide receiver, coach. There's a lot of dysfunction on that team right now. That's what worries me the most. The wins and losses is not good, obviously. You want them to win. But um, the dysfunction now, now, now Murray, of course, 
hamstring injury, right? At the end of every season, he has some sort of injury. that. And Kingsbury doesn't win at the end of the season. We've talked about this for years now. His team struggles, so he makes no adjustments. That That's a lot of adjust, adjustments. Makes Can't win without his main guys because injuries are part of the sport. Right? Can you win with injuries? Um, and Murray gets hurt every year. Like It's a recipe for, for disaster. I, I don't think he can be there much longer. He's not going to be the coach next year, in my opinion, even though I gave him an extension. He, he, wow. It's not going to work. There's yeah. a game that this doesn't interest me today. I mean, listen, who goes from hero to zero in the <laughs> NFL like 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 the Rams did? And uh, th- by the way, this line was been bounced around all week too. Opened up three, went down to pick them, back up to three now. Uh, you know, with the quarterback situations on both sides of the ball here, this is one of those ones. If I had to pick the three four p.m. East Coast time games that are today, uh, this would be the worst. Las Vegas would be second. Dallas Green Bay would be the, the the one that everyone wants to watch. I guess if, out of the choice of those three, except in the Schwartz household where Vegas will be key. <laughs> I love all those <laughs> games. I, I, I have well, yeah. how, again, see, on that, it, at 4 o'clock, you go to 4 box. You put all four games on at oh, once. Oh, right, 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 right. And right. you can kind of keep an eye on them as you go. I don't, I don't, you know, I only wager, I think, on one afternoon game. So I don't have to have my eyes on that many of the games in the afternoon. So, um, yeah, yeah, I did. So, yeah. Now, if you watch the game tonight, do you have to bet on it? I have a question, Jeff. No. Nah. But, okay. I, I mean, I have the Chargers Good. plus seven. But I don't okay. have to, I don't have don't to bet have to on bet. games. Um, I told you this before. This I, I don't. I, I can maybe admit. I don't know. Really care if I admit this. There's a person that I follow on social media who is a terrible wagerer of in the NFL. Okay. And when they post plays, I automatically take the other side of the play. <laughs> and they post them. It's great. Who is it? I name names. We I'm gotta no, know. No, you. you don't want to name names. I'm gonna tell you guys. They, yeah. and, they, and they post the plays for every game, every primetime game. <laughs> And I and it's always the side I would never take either. So like, I'm happy. Like for example, Thursday night, you couldn't have paid. You couldn't have given me your own money to bet on the Falcons. It was wow. not going to happen. Yeah. This person bet Falcons minus two and a half. Oh. Awesome. I'll take the Panthers plus two and a half. Like I would have never bet on the Falcons. So it's, I wouldn't. It's, so. it's good to find a losing handicapper. Just as good as a winning handicapper. Yeah. So Follow I find the losing. So I find yeah. a losing handicapper. I just immediately take the opposite plays. Um, that this person does. And so that's how I would do like a primetime game crack. The opposite yeah. way. Wow. Okay. I just wonder, like, yeah. you have to watch the game. No, like, I know, uh, what, no. I know what the public does. I, I know what, the, you know, I, I know what the human nature is and, and, and the human condition. They're betting the game tonight if they're watching it, you know, for, for the most part. Anyway, that's just the yes. way people are. And that's the reason why, you know, the sports books get three, four times more action on a, on a Sunday night when, uh, you know, I preach bankroll management and, 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 you know, I absolutely don't play the props, play maybe a correlation or a total. Um, don't just have to jump on one of the sides of the game just because it's on TV. It's a definite, it's, it's called gambler's rune, failure rune. Uh, it, it happens. Big move here again, guys. Look at this Buffalo. The whole screen's red and black on one game, the same Buffalo game. Again, bounced around back and forth. This is a wise guy side, though, according to this this source on the screen here. Buffalo just got bet back up to six and a half almost everywhere. So it's just wow. this, this is this is uh, fun stuff when you see these line movements towards game time and with, with 40 minutes left before the games. I always like to know what, where the books are. And uh, very interesting. The sharper sports books here are actually begging for Minnesota money. It is over in Germany. How's it? Is oh, done. it's it? 
and that was oh, a I nice drive by Tampa. I'll tell you real fast. Oh, shout out! And Byron Leftwich has yeah made some mistakes this game, but I loved this final drive. Tom Brady threw a stupid interception the the previous possession. First down, throw it, and they picked up a chunk, ran it a couple of times. Another throw for a chunk, and then they just, they're going to run the clock out right here. It's over. So that was a very nice drive oh, at the you. end. Getting aggressive. There are a lot of teams that are like, the lead's slipping away. We just threw an interception. Let's run it into the middle of the line three straight times and make them drive the length of the field. I hate that. Be aggressive. Trust your quarterback. He is the GOAT. They did that, and Seattle's not even going to get a crack at it. That was very well done. It's it's funny when you when you kind of mix up the play calling, right? Like play action pass on first down. <laughs> That's right. You got to run the ball in the NFL, Jeff Schwartz. Absolutely. Hey, be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger from CrackWins.com, the sports handicapper. Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year NFL veteran, the Oregon grad. His Ducks went down yesterday. Bitter rival. Sorry about that. I'm Brian. No, Irish won. Irish won. I don't know what it's like to lose to a rival, at least yesterday. I don't know that. don't know that. Uh, we've got more to do here, man. A lot to do. Y'all we've got primetime games. <laughs> I heard that. Seething over there. Uh, we got primetime games. One team getting healthy at the right time. And will the rain come to an end? It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by Matt MGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, just a little over 30 minutes until kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the Fox Sports Radio tailgate, presented by the Big Green Egg. Nothing beats the flavor of live fire cooking on a Big Green Egg. It's the most versatile grill you'll ever own, backed by a lifetime warranty. Roll with the best. Shop online for free delivery at BigGreenEgg.com. Lifetime warranty, free home delivery, Big Green Egg. Com. All right, we're going prime time over here, guys. Sunday night football and Monday night football. Give you a two-for-one combo platter. You look at San Francisco, favored by seven and a half against the Chargers. The Chargers can't stop the run. They give up a league worse 5.7 yards per rush. So you might see Christian McCaffrey make his grand entrance. He did have the touchdown throw, catch, and rush against the Rams, but on the primetime stage, this could be a big game for CMC. And then also Monday night, you look at Philadelphia, they're favored by 11, of course, undefeated. Washington, number one against the rush in DVOA. They're number 26 against the pass in DVOA. So you might see Jalen Hurts throw the ball a little bit more in that one. But there you go. Those are the primetime matchups. What stands out to you most? You like the points potentially with the Bolts here, huh, Jeff? Yeah, I, I do. Um, you know, I, I the thing with the Chargers is kind of frustrating, and, and maybe um, you know the Bucks game gives me a little bit of confidence that offenses can change. Their offense is just way too boring with a quarterback that is of Justin Herbert's caliber, and then they're out both Allen and Williams again today. But Herbert makes throws each week. You're like, like, let him throw. 
Let him throw the ball downfield. He can do it. I promise you, he can do it. And so they allow him to to to, to do that a little bit. Um, they can keep this game close. It's seven and a half now as well. Plus, Kyle Shanahan, and I know, you know, Crack, you're kind of anti-trends, but he's really bad as a favorite. Like, he does not cover football games as a favorite at a high level. I think he's about about near near about 33% um, in his career covering uh, as, as a head coach as a big favorite. So, like, I just think both those things can happen to you. Chargers just offensively a little bit better. And the Niners, again, for whatever reason, under Kyle Shanahan, they are very bad as a favorite covering the spread. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, Herbert's without his big uh, weapons there, Allen and Williams, and that's like most of the season. It's really hurt their ability to go deep downfield, so I don't know who's even down there to go deep to. Um, uh, they, they should really look to, like, Eckler maybe to generate some offense and uh, some, you know, maybe some dink and dunks and let them explode a little bit. Uh, on the other side of the ball, you know, the 49ers, they really enjoyed the addition of um, McCaffrey. And uh, as we've seen, uh, you know, uh, Shanahan's been getting a little creative on uh, how to use him. So uh, this should be a, a more interesting game probably than people think. Uh, everyone is looks like the money's coming in on San Fran. Even the sharper sports books who were at seven during last break, I see now seven and a half. California primetime battle here. Should be a good one. Should be, absolutely. You know, it's always a good one. Isaac Lowenkron, okay? And he has a sports update for us here. Ilo, what's going on, buddy? Fellas, it is all over, over there in Munich, Germany. Final score, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 21, the Seattle Seahawks 16. So the Buccaneers now 5-5, five and five. Seahawks now 6-4. and four. Tampa Bay's touchdown drives in this game, 88 yards, 86 yards, and 87 yards. Tom Brady finished 22 of 29 for 258 yards, two touchdown passes, one interception. The interception, however, broke a streak of 399 consecutive pass attempts without an interception, three shy of the NFL record held by Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Rashad White of Tampa Bay ran for 105 yards in this game, but the biggest highlight, fellas, as we heard earlier, was not a touchdown, but an interception. 6.39 left in the third quarter. At this point, Tampa Bay is up 14-3, and they're thirsty for more. They have a first down and 10 at Seattle's 22-yard line. They line up Leonard Fournette in the Wildcat, split Tom Brady out to the left, and instead of doing the Jay Cutler hands-on-your-hips indifferent thing, he runs downfield, Fournette throws him a pass. It's a bad pass. Brady slips. It's intercepted by Seattle. An inexplicable play call in that situation, as you guys were talking about earlier. But the best part of it was the German play-by-play call. Let's listen in. And really, this needs no translation. He doesn't know why. Get formation and a cop that pass off Brady. Interception! Ich hab doch gesagt, den musst du nicht Und da kommt die Interception. Was ist denn hier los? Und dann aber so ein dummer Fehler. And I agree with you guys. Why can't English language play-by-play broadcasts be that fun? Isn't that what you said earlier, Jeff? You know? Yeah, it sounds better in a different language. I mean, one guy is uh, yelling at hallelujah. The other guy is losing his leader hosing over it. But it turned out not to hurt the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even though it deserved to. They wound up getting the 21-16 victory in front of a sellout crowd, by the way, of 69,811. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen is active for today's game against the Minnesota Vikings despite an elbow injury. He did take the field a short time ago for pregame warm-ups and was working with the Bills. 
Bills starters. Tennessee Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill is active for today's game against the Denver Broncos. Later today, it's the Rams hosting the Cardinals, but NFL media reports Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford and Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray are both unlikely to play. And with that, fellas, back to you. Good stuff, Ilo. Did you see that Brady got gifted a leader hosen earlier this week yes. in Germany? Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. We are hungry. We are hungry for more. <laughs> yeah, he said Kyle Trask is going to run out of the stadium in that thing. What are they? Kind of like uh, eclectic shorts or something? I'm not quite sure what those things are. The Germans. Are you asking the, one of us that yeah. knows our um, you know, yeah. fashion? Yeah, I'll be German on next fashion? week and I'll show you them. I'll show you my leader host. Uh, please, uh, Crack, you can leave the camera just up top. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, uh, I have a quiz for you. Tom Brady now. Wins. Uh, he's the first quarterback to win. Someone just texted me. Four uh, games in four Correct. different countries. All right, yes. so you can name them. You know. Well, this is. I mean, yeah, it's the pretty simple. U.S., Mexico, Mexico England, and London, Germany, Germany. See, I, my assistant again. He sends me stuff that can't make me any money. He knows a lot about a lot of things. Can't make any money. <laughs> throwing the phone away. Just, well, I, let's I change that, him, crack. Just, Let, let's try to make some money yeah. right here. Let's dive into this. Not live yet, live betting. Okay, so we're looking for in-game opportunities. Once these games kick off, depending on the situation, you might be able to take advantage of it. So uh, what is on your in-game potential radar here, Crack? You know, uh, I'm going to probably go to that Dallas game. If Dallas comes out first scoring, I uh, I may have yeah. to jump on uh, Green Bay for a peanut, a peanut bet with double digits at home, getting, you know, more than 10 and a half. So there's okay. just an idea. This is a good thing to look for. You know, everyone looks the other way. I talk about this on the show, guys. Like, let's look at the San Fran game tonight. San Fran scores a quick touchdown. Everyone, oh, my God, it's going to be a blowout. You got to bet San Fran. The book knows which way you're betting. The, just put yourself inside the book's shoes, inside the book's mind. That's it. There you go. I like that. Uh, one game I'm looking at, guys. Yeah! I got my eyes on this uh, Giants game, of all things. Taking on the Houston Texans. So the Giants, they are uh, plus 31 in the second half of games. So that's really good. They're a top five team in terms of second half. First half, though, they are minus 25. And so they rank 24th in the NFL. So what does that mean? If... The Giants get off to a slow start. You might be able to take advantage of it. They start slow. They close strong. At least that's been the trend through this season. So if the Texans somehow jump out, somehow, some way, yeah. they put a drive together, you might be able to get a better line and some value on the G-men. Um, I like uh, the Chiefs to come out early and score a touchdown. And maybe two. And I think you get Jacksonville at just a much better price. Like You can even maybe get them over 14 or 17 at some point in this game. Yeah. I do think Jacksonville does come back and make this a game at some point. So I'm looking at that game as, as a spot to, to live wager and kind of, um, you know, give myself an opportunity. Similar to uh, the Tampa to, game to make today. Some yeah. money. Seattle. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I just think I like the NFL, one. man. These these games are you rarely get big, big. They play close, right? And they play and close. And I think if you, anytime you get yourself over two scores against a team, I just think it's a it's a good way to go if you're if you're live wagering. Um, yeah. In a game, I also think there's a possibility that if if the Titans or Broncos score early, take the under live. They're not going to score many points in this game. Come on. Right. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a grinder, man. No doubt about that. All right, let's dive into this, too. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Uh, I love the prop bets. Absolutely love the props. We'll start with you, Crack. What do you have circled, man? You are uh, Mr. Prop Bet. Yeah, you know, uh, I mentioned it earlier. Um, in, in the parlay platter, I actually think I mentioned. Yeah, I did. I did. I, put it, I did put this in the parlay platter. I want to mention it again, though. Uh, Amari Cooper receiving over. It's 61 and a half. I told you with the parlay platter, you can go up and down with that. Um, listen, the, the Dolphins just run tons of man coverage and, and blitzes. And uh, this is your, this is your, Brian, is this your NFL team, right? Oh, yeah. Love the, the Fins. Okay. With the Fins. Okay. So against that uh, kind of cover, coverage, though, he kind of flourishes this season. So let's give that prop out. That's one. And then uh, we're going to have a comeback for our best bet, which is going to be a really good one. I haven't mentioned anything yet to you guys. You haven't. Um, okay. It's going to be a good one. We were all on it a couple weeks ago. All right, that's it. I'm not going to say no more. <laughs> all right. Uh, I like Ryan Tannehill under 176.5 passing yards. Uh-huh. They're playing a Broncos defense that is really good. Uh, they're one of the better pass defenses in, in the NFL. And, you know, we, we know the, the Titans are so run heavy. Uh, Tannehill's back off an injury. I think this is a low-scoring, grinded-out game. Tannehill's just not going to have an opportunity, I think, to get big plays down the field. They don't have a big play-wide receiver in the lineup right now. Uh, so I like Tannehill under the 176.5 number. Um, also, Daniel Jones' rushing number is at 32.5. I feel like after a bye, they're going to have some nifty stuff for him to use his legs yeah. uh, against this, this poor Texans rush defense. I, I think there's a, a, a way. It's a big number for a quarterback. I think Jones gets himself some big chunk plays to using his legs. like that. I could see Saquon having a day today. Worst rush defense in football for the Texans. I'm going to go with this. <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you think about this, Crack. This is a straight degenerate bet, but I think it hits. Nothing degenerate <laughs> about picking a winning bet. I'm looking at Christian McCaffrey. This is at yep. BetMGM. His longest rush of the day. The line is set at 16 and a half. I'll, just, I'll take the loss if he doesn't have a 17-yard rush today. Against that rush defense, I think he rips off at least one that's that long. So I'll take Christian McCaffrey over 16 and a half, his longest rush Sunday night against the Bolts. Can we put our hundred dollars that I'm owed that you that, that you don't talk about? Can we put the hundred dollars against it? Can I go the other way? Are you betting against me on that one, Crack? Yeah. yeah okay. So for the hundred. Yeah, let's do yeah. it, man. Let's. So All the right. hundred I lost to you, but don't owe yeah. you. We're going to double or nothing. Yeah, on that. you don't owe it to me. You don't have to ever pay it. Don't worry. It's okay. Kind of, we'll just yeah. So we'll just double right. or nothing until I finally win one of these things, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you don't like this Sorry. bet though, Crack? Huh? I hate overs on any uh, <laughs> longest rush or something. I, I don't know. They, they, you know. But anyway, not that I don't like it. I'm ro- actually rooting for you, believe it or not. I want you to get even. Wait, you just said, you just said wait, you, wait, crap. You got angry at me for rooting against one of my wagers. Now you're rooting <laughs> against your wager for your host your, that you yeah. bet against? Yeah. No, I'm betting him 100 bucks. I mean, I'm just sorry. Just, I, I want the guy to know. get even. I don't want to have to send the for, one over there looking for, for you. Some of us, that's a 10-unit wager. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. 10-unit. By the way, I would keep my eye also on uh, Jacoby Brissett. He's due for interception. The Browns quarterback. <laughs> right. favorite wager ever. It's at plus 105. <laughs> You're getting plus money on the road in Miami. <laughs> 
Oh, every week, you're going to do this till it hits. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to sprinkle a little on Jacoby. Like, we haven't seen just a hideous decision from him in a couple of weeks. I think he's due for one of those things. <laughs> he's due yeah. for a, uh, he, he, he didn't throw one on his bye last weekend, so he's due for one this weekend. <laughs> they tried to. Did you see the, uh, what was it? It was the game where they crushed the Bengals. And uh, he was getting hit as he threw the ball. They originally ruled it an interception. And I might have had a wager on that. And then they came back. Joe Buck was like, oh, they changed it. That was a, that was a fumble, which was the right call, by the way. But they had to tease you yeah. like, oh, it was an interception. And then it wasn't. So I, I feel like this year, Brian, you've had a bunch of wagers that would have hit if it wasn't for a penalty, a review, uh, a weird thing happened, like specifically like on prop plays. You have a lot of those this year. You've had some bad luck. Yeah, a lot. It's crazy. <laughs> and I've won That's a couple of some weird stuff like that too. But I, it is. I've, ha- I've been at the goal line and something weird will happen. It's just, hey, man, welcome but to the But when back. you open up something and say, uh, this may be a little bit of a D-Gen bet, <laughs> I, immediately, I immediately say, wait a minute, this is a good opportunity to bet against. Because you said it. So oh. I didn't make fun of anything. You, When you oh, said about the good. D-Gen bet. Yeah. yeah. No, automatically I'm thinking to myself, wow, maybe he's forcing a play here. No, on no, a prime no. no. Time. It, look. No, it's a primetime game forcing. No, nah, good. no it's, a, it's a straight degenerate bet, right? Because it's good. not really standard and – but last week, I always keep my okay. eye on this. I almost gave it out to you guys. I should have. But I'm like, ah, they'll think I'm a degenerate. Derrick Henry oh, we against the Chiefs. Ever. Yeah. Derrick, he had a couple of rushes that hit the over on his longest oh, rush. I, against to, I took his over for rushing prop in that game, and he hit it in the first half. What's funny yeah. is the second half, he only had like seven yards. I mean, he didn't have any yards in the second yeah, half. Yeah, he game. didn't do much. He hit them yeah. all in the first half. That's a, a classic. I should have seen that before it happened. You know what I mean? Like, they don't have any passing threat at all last week. What was Derrick Henry going to go off again in the second half? There's no way that was going to happen. So Correct. whatever. That's welcome to gambling. All right. <laughs> we're going to close strong here. We've got Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm not even going to say anything about college football. I've been taking cheap we're, shots we're at on t- We're on the NFL. Wow. You can't, you, you can't talk when your team lost to Stanford at home, okay? We're in the <laughs> same boat, buddy. All completely right? true. And you gave that out to the text thread. You had uh, Utah winning, covering 24. They're down 7 nothing. 42 unanswered, one in a <laughs> route. Stanford is freaking terrible. How did Notre Dame lose to that team? That- <laughs> Don't get me started. I'm Brian, though. Okay, coming up next, we close strong here. We got to make our picks. We'll each have one for you against the spread. Crack will have his play of the day. Very much looking forward to that. It's on the way. Hang with us. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, what's going on? Just about 10 minutes away from kickoff here on Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Shout out to the crew, Isaac Lowenkron, Ryan Bershinger, our producer, and Iowa Sam. Iowa Sam, the technical producer that was at USC 
on Saturday night. Checked out the Trojans there. First trip to the Coliseum. Very nicely done. Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger coming up when we're done. Top of the hour. Get you all set. All the reaction of the 1 o'clock Eastern games. All right. We've got time. Let's dive into this, fellas. Rapid fire. Okay. We each have a pick. Against the spread, Crack, we'll start with you. What are you thinking today? Uh, let's go with this Giants first half over. I'll give you guys over 20 is available at one, two, three, four sports books. I like the over 20. I think some points are going to be generated there in the first half of that game. Okay. Uh, Raiders minus four. Like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> what, what are we doing here? <laughs> I just love the disgust in your voice. Like, this point spread <laughs> insults me over here. I love that. It keeps going okay. down. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to stick with it, man. I just don't see many points being scored in this Arizona Rams game. Yeah. You've got two backup quarterbacks in there. Look at the Rams' defense. You think you're going to be able to run the ball effect? Arizona's going to run the ball effectively against the Rams' defense? I don't see it no. happening. Points are at a premium. Give me the under 38 and a half. That's I like what it. I see. Being the case. I like it. Nice. Very nice. All right, let's do this also. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. All right, Crack, what do you have for us here? Yeah, this, I just texted a group here. This comes in the 4.05 p.m. East Coast game. So you guys got plenty of time. I know. I knew Jeff was going to like this. Going against the Colts here. Well, not the Colts. Going against Ellinger, the quarterback here. Listen, there's a whole, whole bunch of them you could bet. You could bet under. Um, under completions would be the, or the one I like the best, though. Under 17 and a half completions. I bet under 28 and a half attempts. I bet under his yards. But under the completions, I just think that literally there is a possibility of him. He being he's gonna might be benched today if he doesn't have have a good first half for Matt Ryan. So this is something that can happen. You have to put that in the equation. I do like the under there, and I know Jeff jumps right on it when I said it. I hope. I I dude I am a I am I might not look very smart but if if Bill Packer oh, tells me to bet something it. I am I'm doing yes, it right away. Yes, so wait yes. a minute, are you telling me are you on crack side that Christian McCaffrey's not going to have at least one seventeen yard <laughs> no, rush wanna, tonight? I don't want to play sides with I you. I didn't bet you. that. Huh? I'm not huh? playing sides with you guys. But like yeah. when it, when it cracks, it's like bet this now. <laughs> You gotta do, do it, it, man. You, you have six minutes. Act now. <laughs> <laughs>